You're now listening to Chris Spiracy. Chris X Matt. We question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones they fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another session of Chris Spiracy. I'm your host, Chris X Matt. There's many Chris's out there, but there's only one Chris X Matt, and that is me, that is I. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode where we continue to break the matrix. Now, we're going to do a little different today. We ain't, we might not break it too much like that. We're gonna, we are going to talk a little bit about the animals, about veganism, about just this new wave that's arising in in uh, society and the demand is getting bigger and bigger every day we're seeing new new endeavors in it we, we got we got whole depots now this should really taking over so we're gonna are gonna get into that but this guest actually came on my lat on my other podcast the overly blunt podcast so we ain't gonna get too much into the like his beginning because we did talk about him from his journey up into him becoming a vegan so if you guys want to tap into that we are going to uh, i'm gonna have that in the description episode for you guys but today um before I introduce my guest, I am fresh back from Miami, from Florida. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got the good brothers here with me today, too. We I back. Got, we back. Yes, sir. Skis. I got Dennis here. Got Tony here. And um, we also have a special guest. But like I said, before we introduce him, I just want to ask you guys, how how's your Halloween weekend? How was everything? You know, how'd you guys, how'd you guys do this last week? Pretty good, man. I mean, there was big life changes for me, but I'll save it for another episode. Oh, oh yeah, we got a lot of recording to do today. We're doing three episodes today, so we got a day full of recording. Yes, sir. Um, I appreciate you guys for being here. Thank you. We got Tony on the boards. We got Dennis here. Um, and this guest. Okay, before I introduce my guest, I'm just I'm excited about this guest because he is he is a big staple here in in the city in Riverside. In my opinion, um, he he's opened a lot of doors for a lot of different people. I feel like if he adds you, if he mentions you, you you do get some followers. People start fucking with your business, their food, whatever. I wow. feel like he is a certain type of stamp in the IE, and I love how he puts on for Riverside. I love how he uh, just it's it's all about the city. It's all about the IE. And I, I'm with that. I'm all for pushing pushing everything here. LA has a whole scene already. It's already a thing over there. Mm-hmm. But here in IE, it's becoming better. And people are talking about our scene mm-hmm. a lot more these days. And because people are coming People are making the drive mm-hmm. out here. To make peace. Um, yeah. If you're from Riverside and you're in the vegan scene, or you, are, are you, are you're, you might be aware of this person already. He goes by the name... Well, his business goes by the name of Love Amaro Pizzeria, but we got the owner here today, the founder of it. We got Jesse Amaro back in the building today. Woo-hoo! How you doing, bro? Yes, What's up, fam? What's up, fam? Thank you so much, bro, for being here. Thank you for being my first vegan guest on my, on my old show. Um, I think when you came on the show, I was able to pitch your show to the other vegan vendors, and they were more accepting to come come do the do the episode. So Yeah. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you for letting me uh, be here and talk, and it's always a fun time here. Um. It's been a journey. Uh, the last time you came, we did talk about your, your history. We, we, uh, you told us about culinary school, yeah. told us about your, how you became vegan. Um, and it was, it was very informative. We, we got into the background, but it's a, it's a, lot, a lot has happened since then. Oh, yeah. You've grown a lot since then. The yeah. business has grown a lot since then. You went from getting your page hacked with the, all your followers to oh. start starting that over. <laughs> you went from a whole having a pizzeria in your apartment to that getting burned down and <laughs> starting all over. <laughs> so, bro, you, it's a lot of growth. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. to, to like, you know, yeah. get into just the conversation today because... 
like I said in the intro, you are a stamp here in the IE. Like, do you feel like that? Do you feel like you're you're one of the vegan staples of the the scene? Absolutely. Um, I think I'd really uh, want to pride myself on being that vendor from the IE. Um, just because I see like how the, the LA people do it or the Orange County people or just the big vendors in general. And I felt like IE, we just really needed something. We needed something to grow. We needed something to be proud of. We needed something that made LA people and other people come Riverside. Mm-hmm. Instead of them saying, Riverside, what am I going to go over there for? Yep. For us, homie, mm-hmm. get over here. <laughs> come eat our food. It's bomb. <laughs> But it's definitely an honor to be part of it. Um, I love that I'm, I'm able to put um, help put Riverside on the map, or not even Riverside, but Empire from different events from Corona to San Bernardino to Riverside, all the way to Ontario, Claremont, stuff like that. Um, and we now, like, I think the scene has blown up with a lot more vendors popping up, um, bringing in their A game, bringing a lot of mm-hmm. good food. Um, I think that's I think that's a staple. I think um, they see like maybe vendors like me that. My goal is is to go hard all time. It's it's always give my one hundred percent. Doesn't matter if I'm tired. Doesn't matter if I get no sleep. It's it's I show up and be love moral pizzeria because the fans are what is what it's what's getting me here. It, it's all you guys that that I'm moving forward. It's all you guys that's inspiring me to do the things that I'm doing. Yeah, um, and it makes me feel good that you're rooting for me. So they know that that you're rooting for me. I'm one of you guys. So I grew up in the same neighborhoods. You grew up. I grew into the same schools you guys grew up in, been in some same uh, situations you guys grew up. So to be far, to be part of a bigger family, and then to be able to like feed this big family and they're all their friends and family, it's it's honestly an experience. It's a really good, it's a great joy. Man. I would fight for some love of Maro pizza. <laughs> I mean, I mean for love of Maro himself. You feel me? Yeah. I'm pressed. What's your favorite dish, Danny? Right now, it's the the Mac. Buffalo oh, chicken, damn. the deep dish Yo, version, the Cali deep dish. What's up with Yo, that? I want to stay like on the timeline, but I, we, we, I'm down to jump all over because, bro, I want to talk about what was the inspiration between that one right there. There goes the lava mar right there, the pizza. But what was the inspiration be, behind the deep dish, bro? Because where did that come from, bro? All right, all right. so that came that that came with a fire story. So I think a lot of people want to know about the fire. I think a lot of people want to know about the fire. And Let's talk about that. it. Oh, no, no, no. We got to save that. That's that's just early for the fire. All right. It's right. early for the fire. We got to save that. <laughs> but this that. explains gotta... the deep dish. We... Ah. All right. So, so the fire did, I mean, the deep dish did come from the fire. So we'll get to that later. But the deep dish came from me moving into a different um, kitchen. It was a catering kitchen. And the ovens weren't the same as my oven. So they couldn't get to the high temperature. Mm-hmm. So I switched my, my pizzas for a while to a New York style pizza. So it was like less hydration, more flour, more gluten. So it was more harder. And the guy there, he was like, hey, why don't you try a deep dish? And I was like, well, I, I never thought about that because my ovens I usually use are too hot. And a natural deep dish, like they cook like at maybe 500 degrees. They go in for like 20, 30 minutes, something like that. So I didn't think that mine would work that way because the, the dough is different. So when I tried it at that new place, it just worked. And it, it came out different than uh, a regular Detroit. And that's why I renamed it a Kelly deep dish because it's a Neapolitan style dough that f- that fluffs up like a Neapolitan dough as a deep dish, where deep dish is more, it's more dense, it's more like a sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I love the the way it's just, yeah, it is, it's, I love fat pizza. Yeah. So I love how it's just fat all the way in. Pause the, or the not? The bread hugs, <laughs> yeah. hugs all the good, the goodness. And then when I went back to the pop-ups, that, that was something I was like, all right, I have, to, I have to figure out the deep dish, like in the pop-ups, like how that work. And then I kind of just started just, every pop-up just kind of just, the orders I had, just threw them in there, kind of see what it was, the time, the minutes. Uh, now I'm putting like pizza screens on top of it so it holds it like so the the fire doesn't actually get on top and burn it before it's actually cooked on the bottom. 
So many, oh, so many things I want to get into, bro. Because <laughs> I do want to get, I want, I, I, I had that on my list too. I want to talk about you getting back into the vegan scene and the pop-ups because you did yeah. have a time when you weren't into. But okay, before we actually get into the actual questions that I actually have, um, this is conspiracy, you know. So a lot of my followers, they, you know, I kind of box myself a little bit into this conspiracy box a little <laughs> bit, you know. Yeah. Um, are you a conspiracy person? I am. Um, I like being aware, and I'm also aware that the things that I do see and believe that are conspiracies, I have to know that they're probably wrong too. Mm. So conspiracy wow. is, Thank is you. Yep. on top of conspiracy. <laughs> so it's, it's hard getting the truth. Say it again. Say it again. So what you're doing is when you're seeing a conspiracy, mm-hmm. sometimes that conspiracy is the conspiracy. So you have to believe that things that you're believing yep. might, might be wrong. And then if, if I say, no, what I'm believing is right, I'm just the same as everyone else saying mm. that, you know, that, that stuff didn't happen. That's all in your head. Yep. I have to be open-minded saying the stuff that I do know is probably wrong. So I am a conspiracy theorist, but know that Damn. sometimes I, that I, I, what but I, wrong. I appreciate you saying that because my whole show flipped, like because of that reason, I, I did start off this, this podcast, this conspiracy one, because I thought I had the answers because yeah. of all the conspiracies, but then it gets yeah. to a point where it's just, no, the conspiracies are just as much brainwashed as, yeah. All the stuff that's yeah, on TV that I think people just, are spitting on the news. I don't know what's real, bro. That's where I'm at with it. I don't know what to believe. I don't. I just go with my gut, with my yep. instinct, and what I see them pushing. The way they're pushing this whole agenda right now with the whole jabby and everything, like the the fact that they're giving you free donuts for life, they're giving you. No. It ain't about your health. So to me, that's already a red flag. That's not a conspiracy to me. To me, something ain't up, and I'm not just gonna abide. I'm not gonna just fall in line and, and do what I and do what they want us to do. But I totally agree with that, bro. You get you get consumed by the conspiracies, and then your whole reality starts becoming those conspiracies. Then you become that crazy person, and everyone starts pointing their finger at you. Yeah, then you can't help no one because then no one's listening to you. There so you go. It's, it's a double-edged sword. So like what you said, wow. it goes yeah. off of uh, critical thinking, right? So you got to make a critical thought of what's happening in front of you, what you're seeing with your eyes, what you're hearing with your ears, and then also like 100% observing the situation. Like mm. say with, uh, with the whole like free donut stuff and all that stuff. I think that is crazy. Is there something going on? I'm not a scientist, not a doctor, so I can't say yes or no. But yeah. it does look like something's going on. But the crazy thing is people have been starving forever, but there's not free donuts for them. Mm. So people are overweight, mm. but there's not free weight loss or mm-hmm. free gym passes for them. Mm-hmm. But for something like this that's going on, and to see like the homeless people outside, and it's like, okay, then they should really be affected by all this, like big time. And to see that, oh, that community, it's not that they're thriving. It's just right. they're not, it's not hitting them for some reason. So. Mm-hmm. For me to see like those things again, like that could be easy a conspiracy. This is going on, but that's so young and so new that I can't put my finger on any of that because I, I personally don't know what's going on because it's, yeah. it's too much. Inf- that's one of those things that's too much information of two different sides and two different people talking and very aggressive this side, very aggressive this side, this side's this and this side division. That. And then when it comes down to it, it's like, oh, if you have the shot, you could pass it to me, and if I don't have the shot, I could pass it to you. So it's yeah. we're both same equals yeah. like in this weird way, but it's. It's making people split, right? So it's just, it's that observing, like what's really happening, who's picking the sides, especially like say when the presidents were going on and just with, with Trump exactly, mm-hmm. how so many people were like, if you're voting for him, we're going to hate you. We're gonna yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, like what the heck? That's just a dude's going to be there for four years and bounce. Like mm-hmm. this is your family. <laughs> like this is your friend and your family you knew forever. Yeah. Like, and you're going to just like despise him because of what this man says. And it doesn't mean that it's right, but. I mean, we. I mean, most parents watch General Kennedy, you no know, messing around with Marilyn Malone, and they're fine with that. <laughs> they you know, people pick that. and choose. Yeah, bro. They and, pick and, and choose right, when right, to believe right. in like the evil. Uh. That's the shit I don't like because it's just, you know, like you just said, like all that is true, but at the same time, it's just there. Even the other side is not that great. Even the uh, other side is as racist, as mean, like as strict. You know, mm-hmm. with policies and you know how they treat you know people of color, and so it's just like yeah. that's hypocrisy now. Yeah. Like you're not even f- fully falling through and like what you really what you believe in. Yeah. 
you like squishy squashing. You're, yeah. you know, people always say like, how does white supremacy still exist to this day? It exists because we allow it to exist. Yep. Because as long as you're not a Republican, you know, we're not gonna be as tough on you. We're not gonna hold you accountable. Like we're gonna look the other way because you're not as bad as being red. Yep. You know, and yep. it's just that's bullshit. What, what are your views on politics? I'm I'm hold on, I'm before, before you answer this question, uh, do you do you care if this affects your your branding, your image, or you, that doesn't worry you much? No, like my, your, your my, beliefs and your perspectives on my, things. If people want to not eat my pizza because of my beliefs, you're eating pizza, not my beliefs. See, I support you more for that, bro. She, bro, he's been dropping bars ever since he got here, <laughs> dog. Yeah, so if, if, if you if that's oh oh foul. <laughs> this episode of Chris Pericy. It's brought to you by <laughs> Love Amaro Pizza. This, this, this topic table is, I'm fucking up, guys. I got to get my guest some headphones. My fault. <laughs> I got to get some headphones. We on a budget. Yeah, because I, if, if you're eating pizza, then a day, like, let's just say someone who likes a vegan uh, storefront and they, they support it, they tell people about it, they go tell their families about it, they bring their friends to it. But yet they don't know the owner's like not vegan, but they're supported 100%. Mm-hmm. You're not going there for their beliefs. You're going there because you're eating food. You know, so I think when people just, you know, your belief is this and your belief is that. When when I used to vote, <laughs> I don't vote anymore. You know, right. Probably going to hate that because I don't vote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, I used to vote for the Green Party. I didn't care who was running. I didn't care who was the president. Uh, if they believe, like, for freedom, peace, self-love, blah, blah. Why not? Ooh, That's whoa. actually who I voted for in the, what is it, 2016 elections between Hillary and uh, Trump when mm-hmm. it was them. I voted for, I think just it was some lady named Brown. Green Party. Because I think with here, too, it was like. People are so confused. It's red and green, or I mean, red or blue, and it's just these two presidents. When you look at this, she is like, dude, there's like 30 people in there you can vote for. Yeah. You, you just, you put yourself in a prison that there's only two, and this is the only two that could make things work when most of it, we know that none of it works. It's just the same system that goes on. It, it never changes. It's, yeah. There's many of those rules and regulations that happen, but then the next president comes in, and if he doesn't like those rules, he changes, he changes that. them. Yeah, he changes them. So I realized that this year, even, bro. It doesn't even matter. So it's like, we can't do anything about the government because we live in a government world. So, like, if we want water, there's not fresh water we go get some. So we need we need water, right? So they they regulate the water. If yes. we need food, they they regulate it. So we can't really be like some people say self sustainable. You want to go have a house and have three acres? And I want to grow food. Do you know how long food takes to grow? And then like like insects love eating your food too because mm-hmm. it's their food. Yeah. And then rabbits and it's hard. It's it's super hard. So we do count on them to an extent, but it's very important that individual, not us. I think. We want to always count each other to help us. But the thing is, is me and you don't have the same ideas at the time. You know, we have the same age perspective or the same like beliefs. At times, we're not going to have the same idea of what we want to do. So I think if as a, an individual, if you're a strong individual and you meet other strong individuals, your powers combine without mm-hmm. trying to be the same person. And you, your strengths and your strengths are going to make a better day, a better week, a better month, a better year. This is when you work together, that collaboration, yeah. you know? And not, and not competing, just working together. Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem too. Like we, I don't know if it's us or like the system in general creates this like this uh, mindset of like you have you're like a boss. You have to be a boss. You have mm-hmm. to stun on people. You have to flex mm-hmm. on people. You know, and it builds this false ego of like you know you trying to be better than everyone. It's yeah. just like bro, like we're all human. We're all working, yeah. you know, to be our our best selves. You know, in this matrix that we're living yeah. in, and it's. A hassle and there's obstacles and we yeah. all do our best you know i would hope that we all do our best i can't i came to that conclusion this last voting year two i did i did vote this last this last year it wasn't for sleepy joe 
Um, <laughs> and I don't care what people, how people feel about that, you know, yeah. but that, I was still under the impression that, that that shit mattered, that politics matter, you know. I, it got to a point, bro, when I got, like I said earlier about the conspiracies and that starts becoming a reality where I got consumed in the whole QAnon thing, the whole phenomenon and believing that all the pedophile this yeah, and all this, yeah. all this crazy shit, you know. So in my head, I was trying to get people to wake up to the politics and all oh, see this is why we got to vote for him and da da da. Yeah. But then the day is like, it don't matter. It's all, it's all a distraction and they're all working together. Like we think, we think it's some, it's some smaller shit than what it is. Like that shit, it don't mean nothing. It's all theater. It's all politics. Yeah. It's all show. And now I'm at the point where I don't, I don't care no more, dog. I don't care who in that office. Like my life is going to continue and it sucks. Cause we see how it's getting worse. Like, how do you, like, the, the whole supply shortage, right? The supply chain shortage, has that affected your business? Absolutely. Yeah? Um, absolutely. Uh, it's, 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 it's definitely, since that happened, it's definitely, things are hard to find, especially, like, like box goods and stuff like that, like, pizza boxes and, and stuff like that. Oh, wow. But, honestly, like, um, if you're able to adapt and change in any environment, you'll be okay. Um, so, even, like, say, even when COVID first happened, like, you know, like, for us, like, everything kind of went away, and, like, stuff that we're used to having and, like... All the stuff it just kind of like it just kind of left. So I had to I had to remake my menu to match what was available, not because this is mine. Mm. It has to be this way. Like no, just just what's available. You just change it around and you gotta adapt. You gotta adapt. That's, that's it. crazy. You just gotta yeah. adapt. And that's, like, the, that's the beautiful thing about humans, bro. I keep I keep saying that that we you can throw that whatever power. at us and we're gonna fucking adapt to the the circumstances. We're gonna and figure that shit we're out. We're gonna figure some shit yeah. out. But that's crazy that it went to affecting your menu too. Where you had to just manipulate that, Tony. Uh, man, yeah. So politics, I'm I'm off that, bro. I, I don't I'm I'm cool off all that all that stuff. And how do you feel about like even um like the whole climate change and all that? You a believer <laughs> in all that or? Well, I do think that as humans we do have something to do with it, but not not really. Um, we could say we're we're making it speed up as possible, maybe. But the world, I mean, like Alaska, it wasn't snow before. There were there's 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 land under there. There was trees under there. Like other parts of the world wasn't the way it was. So naturally, I think we're helping it, but naturally the world does change and it does, it does make yeah. continents different change. So the world adapts. I, yeah. I think with <laughs> like with that, with that thing is, <laughs> is the reason I went vegan. My, my first episode was, you know, the reason why I went vegan is more for like what we're doing to the environment. If you see like, uh, right, yeah. sea sperry and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Bro, that's that shit blew my mind. That's not it's not plastic straws. It's fucking all the no. waste from all the fishermen that are um catching fish so that people yeah. could eat fish. Yeah. That's their shit. Yeah. Fucking up the ocean mostly. Yeah, and then most of the waste is is, nets. is there is nets, nets. and yeah. yeah. <sighs> so for me it's like when I with the vegan thing, why I really want to hard and why I really want to do what I'm doing is I wanna be the guy that changes the pizza world. For all pizzerias, so they copy me, right? So the one thing that I could do is say no one's using cheese anymore because they want to use what I'm using. Because at one point there wasn't pepperoni pizza; it was a margarita, and then someone got pepperoni and was like, "Dude, that's a shit!" And then everyone started making that same pepperoni pizza, the same style, the same look, the same everything. And then someone made a Hawaiian pizza, and everyone was like, "We're gonna do the Hawaiian pizza!" And then everybody started doing the same Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. Where my pizzas, I really like. I try to pride myself on trying to be unique and different from what you're what you normally see. Um, and I do follow a lot of different pizzerias, so I don't really stick to a style that looks like anyone else's mm -hmm. for the goal to try to change the way it looks. So when people say it just looks like the other pizza, they could say, whoa, that's like a whole different pizza. And it's really, really good. And he's vegan. Like, let's just copy him. Bro, the vegan part where it's like, I don't know, is it, is it healthy? Is one of your pizzas healthy? 
Is it have, um, that's a real conspiracy right so, now. So the real weight gainers, honestly, I, I can say my pizza's healthy because it is literally just all vegetables. There's no sugar added to anything. Everything's homemade, so there's no like, like anything. What about mine? Anything. The one I get, the Buffalo Mac. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's really bad for you, it's not even bad. It's just cashews. Cashews are a fatty nut. So you're what, what is your thoughts on the conspiracy of soy being bad? Oh, that's crap. All right, so soybeans. Let are us not, know. Soybeans are not bad. All right, so soybeans are not bad whatsoever. <laughs> so everyone who says that and their GMOs don't belong in your body. Like, I heard. I, I want to be very kindly, but shut up. Um, <laughs> there, there, there's mother beans. There's two mother beans that made literally all mother beans. And one of the mother beans is edamame and cabronzo beans. So that's one of the mother beans that started all beans. The soybeans that are bad for you are the ones that give to the cows because they don't want that food to disappear, get diseases. Uh, have insects on them because they have to feed 90 million cows just in America alone. So that's a lot of things to feed. For us, we're not eating that much soy. We're, we're not eating even that much food. Uh, so we probably eat the most, like, what, five pounds a day, if anything, where cows eat 100 wow. pounds a day. So the soybeans are they're giving to the cows are the ones that are infected. The other ones are GMO. The ones are blah, blah. If you look at your tofu or eating at a mommy, like at a, at, a, like at a sushi bar or some kind of, like, Japanese restaurant, that's all the same thing. And if you eat that a lot, let's say you get your diet and you start eating that, you will gain muscle. You will lose weight and you will get muscle. Shut it's, up. Yeah, it's a bean. It's I'm a trying protein. to get on the level model, you know, diet yeah. plan. <laughs> For real. Because yeah, tofu has a good amount of protein. And yeah. it, you don't need a lot of protein to have What about the, the conspiracy where, like, it makes you more feminine or some shit like that? That's what I was going to say. That's, <laughs> okay. what, that's what I was going to say. Because I heard some people don't drink soy milk because it gives you, like, man boobs. <laughs> all right. So if that's true, then all the little Chinese people in China would be all titties. <laughs> that's true though <laughs> you know what I mean? like they're all skinny they're all like you know how they are so that means a lot and not the asians that live here because they eat our food so that's why they get like like a little chubby the ones that live over there and they're eating vegetables and tofu and soy then where are their boobs how come they don't look all like how they're support, so is the, look? so the soybean that's that's over here is it just worse than the one over there or the same thing or what? i think no i don't think i don't think one he says they're worse. nutritional they're good for yeah, you it's just, i think it's literally the soybeans mm-hmm. that's just for cows so Chris was to eat pizzas every day. Love them all pizzas, like. Well, those not the glue. That's a lot of gluten too, right? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. we we yeah. will give it to you. Yeah. So the things that make you gain weight the most is the number one. It's not animal fats. Not like even fat in general. It's it's sugar. Sugar is the one that gives you the most weight. Um, your body will um maintain sugar because sugar has the highest energy content, um, for your body. So what if it's, it's vegan? Like cake or vegan sugar, is that thing? Yeah, yeah. So when they say like it's vegan sugar, what they're meaning is so white sugar, it's really hard to get sugar white because it comes from a sugar cane. So sugar cane, they get the sugar cane, the, the, the juices, they put it in a pot and they boil that down. And that first boil, that's molasses. So molasses come out with the sugar and they get molasses. And then your sugar becomes like dark sugar or like, like dark, whatever, like brown sugar. So the lightest that you get it is where they have like vegan sugar, where it's like the, um, it has a little bit of brown in it still. To get it completely white, either they add bleach or they get, um, Cow bones, so female cow bones, the their pelvis bones, they they burn that, they char it, and what they're doing is the they're, they're they're turning it with it. So when you see like vegan sugar, it's like bone char free. That's what they're talking about. So that char and that bone, it's it's helping the sugar turn white. Because sugar, it's really hard to turn that sugar white. So that's the only thing that's really that's not vegan about it because you're getting bone particles and then you're you're Sheesh. you're supplying that farmer to to do kill those cows and even though it's their waste, you're still paying for the waste for them. So that's what we believe is just not to get any of that because it just cuts out that whole middleman. Oh, wow. And if you eat like pure, pure sugar, like sugar cane, sugar cane is really good for you. It has a lot of nutrition. The only thing why sugar is so bad for you is we strip out all the, all the, the nutrition, nutrition. For it, out of it. So your body does turn into fat. And the most energy you have in your body is fat. So if you train your body to use your own fat when you have to, let's just say today you want to go to the gym. 
don't eat don't eat nothing before you go to the gym. Maybe drink a little bit of water just so you won't get dehydrated, but just don't eat anything. And it's going to be hard because it's like, dude, like I need energy. You have it, trust me. And once your body goes into that little kick mode, that little switch, it's going to start eating your fat. And that's the best energy you have. So you don't need like energy drinks you don't need. Wow. Like, See, I'm powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't even know. Why you tap inwardly and break this matrix? <laughs> this guy. That's crazy. Because all animals look for either sugars or fats. Right. And then like the first things on earth, like like if we go to like microbiology, mm-hmm. um, the one thing they learn how, how to stay alive or multiply is the sun rays to turn that into uh, glucose so sugar inside the body. So they have energy to move around and, and do stuff. So sugar is very important, but it's just how you do it. And then the next thing that kind of gets you a little chubby is like the next one for me before I was vegan, it was like dairy. So because dairy has a lot of natural fat in it because it wants to make you super yeah. huge, right? And then next, I say was bread. Bread was definitely the next one. And bread gets you filled kind of for Because uh, I did experiments before where, like, one week I just didn't know sugar. One week I didn't know bread. One week I didn't do, like, milk. One before I was vegan. To see, what, like, what each thing did to my, my body, like, physically. Mm-hmm. And sugar was definitely the one that just, like, whoa. Like, they, they use sugar in some breads, right? To make some yep. breads and stuff? So sugar is definitely in breads. The reason what? they put sugar in breads is... Um, What's the ingredient then? So I can find it. It has to say sugar? What? Like, is it going to say sugar in the ingredients or say and something? Bread. Uh, huh? And bread. And bread. Yeah, and bread. Uh, they won't. No, it, all right. So anything you eat anywhere that you buy from a store says sugar, you can't, you don't know if it's bone char free sugar. Damn. Because they won't, they won't tell you, you know, and like if, if you're drinking any soda, like you, it's, it's probably not. Like, what? It's just, so it's in Coca-Cola? You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just probably not. <laughs> because they don't look at it that, you know, they're not looking at it in, in that, that kind of way. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. You just don't see it that way. Damn. There's a, list. It says there's a list of cane sugars that you now use bone char. Check out this list from PETA. Let me see. Wow, they would have it. Have, I, have, I have something to say about PETA. It's oh, yeah, I was nice about PETA tomorrow. Let him know. Let him yeah. know. Uh, he really Chris Brucey swagged out. Like, uh, style, huh? <laughs> because um, a lot of people probably don't like me because I'm going to say this. Um, PETA is a great organization. They, they do. I think they do a lot of stuff. A lot of awareness, obviously. Um, they do a lot for the community. But they also kill animals. They call yeah. them. They call them their mercy kills. Yeah, and that they're doing. It's and in my eyes, that's kind of weird because they're they're kind of like a like a humane society. So, though you know, obviously people will turn in animals to them or blah blah. But if they can like house them or put them in a in a sanctuary, and just like a dog pound, if they get too full, they they euthanize you. Yeah, they just they and which is is weird because it goes and goes against. It's there, funny. I know a lot of people are not like to say that. I'm no, sorry, no. but no. Speak your mind. They came up on social media the, the other day because they were, I guess they're trying to start a petition to change the name of the bullpen in, in baseball uh-huh. because it has the word bull in it. Oh, my. <laughs> and then, like, somebody replied to them, like, hey, is this you? And they posted that article where they're saying, like, yep. if their shelters get too full, they end up killing the dogs anyway yep. or killing animals. Wow. And their thing is it's just because it's, it's that's, and their only excuse is really because it's, it's too full. Like, yeah, we can't do anything full. with it. But it's like, well, that's what the dog pound's doing. Like, their idea is, like, let's house all these dogs. Like, oh, crap, it's too much dogs. Even though they have, like, 100, 200 cages. It's just it's just full. It's just no one wants imagine all the if, dogs. Imagine if the government started killing people because the jails are too full. It's the same thing. If, if they care about animals that much, Damn. it should be looked at we, the same we, way. We just animals to them too. <laughs> That's sad. We just some cattle. Facts. Some sheep. Oh. I, I, what, what are your thoughts on just everything going on right now in the yeah. world? Yeah. Let them know. Post-2020. Uh, it's, I think it's just crazy, man. I think... um. 
what do you, what do you expect or do you do you not know what to expect no i think uh, like as soon as like the covid 19 happened like i didn't i stopped kind of looking at the world as like what's happening because it no matter what you just have to live your life so regardless mm. what like what situation you're in break the matrix you, you gotta just even though that's going on live 100 percent your yep. life so if you have to like change your life to to work different if you have to blah blah I think the greatest thing with 2020, and if you did, if you didn't take advantage of this, that's really on your fault. If you didn't take advantage of how to look or see or what small hustles are at, that was the time for 20, uh, 2020, 2020 to see every side hustle. So like, how do you hustle with stocks? How do you hustle with little like side hustles? What I read too is like, say like paw washing things. You make great money doing paw washing. You don't have to do it. You can hire two people, get a truck, get a paw washer for like, like 300 bucks. Damn. And then every like thing you get, if it's just a house, like everyone's gonna be like a hundred bucks to so, like the big buildings, like $500 do like three or four of those in a weekend. It's great money, vending machines. Like there's so many, there are different things. I think 2020 brought, if you really pay attention and, and really want to move forward, because if you weren't working, you're getting an appointment, like you're getting a pretty good unemployment check. So you're, you're not really hurting too bad. Yeah. Right. Um, a lot of food distributed. If you didn't have food, there was a lot of like things that were just giving people food. So I think there was a lot of opportunity to take if people took those opportunities in uh, yeah. 2020. So my, my thing was just, how many books can I read like this year to educate myself furthermore to, to grow myself. And always, I'm always thinking about like love and raw pizza. Like how can I grow it? Like what can I do? How different? can you be better? Yeah. Like, like, and it's mostly the ingredients are pretty down, but it's always improving the dough. Cause it's, it's, it's a complete science of like the hours, like the actual ingredients, the, the ratios, um, even like the weather. So you're, you're constantly trying to yeah. make that better. Yeah. So oh, the, wow. the, the dough since day one is probably already changed. It's probably like, this probably already the seventh maybe time. That is, it's probably already changed. Um, so it, it's, it's about just getting used to it. Like kind of like if I'm, if I'm doing it a, a certain way right there. and it comes out and I, and I see in the oven how it's coming out and it has like these little dots are called leopard prints on, on the dome. It's like, whoa, that looks really, really nice. You want to try to copy that with how long was it sitting like in the fermentation? You know, when I balled it up, how long it was sitting in the refrigerator for, you know, if it was like three days to like five days. Um, and try to perfect that, but it's very hard because dough dough wants to do what it wants to do. It just it's just it's, it's it's a weird science. It's all you could do is is create it and make it alive, and try to maintain it as much as possible, and then just you learn little things here and there. Like you know, you pick little things up and like certain things up. Like for instance, I'll give stuff out. Um, like one thing I added to my new dough is uh, rice flour. So I've been reading a lot with like the pizzeria guys around the world, like what they're doing. And one of the things they kept mentioning is like a lot of them now are starting to use black rice flour and black rice flour, you know, like Asian cooking is like the, like the little pancakes or they make, they have like a nice gluten, like see-through like crust. And it's like, do I have to pretty nice mm -hmm. pizza? I want to see what that does. And so far I haven't figured out the right ratio yet. So now I'm messing with the ratio on the rice inside the, all the flour I have, wow. but it's coming out. I'm loving the way it's coming out. It's coming out this, this thing. And I know, I know once I get the ratio, the, the right ratio for the rice flour inside there. It's gonna be exactly like my mind. Like it's gonna be this perfect croissant that has like this like perfect stretch and like like almost see through and like that that color, you know. So it's always changing and like just say later wow. on. Yeah. Right, right now I asked you about how you felt, you know, how you looked at the world and everything and all that. And you said that you're just focused on just living your life. And to me, it's like yeah, just creating your own like inner matrix, right? Yeah. Like that's like me going harder with this podcast, trying yeah. to incorporate different things. So I get you going a hundred percent in what you love. And I and I have seen like you speaking right now about how you study the chefs around the world and what they put into their dough. Yeah. Um, you really like you just been spending a lot of time into what you're passionate about in this pizza shit. So yeah. like you re you really do love this pizza shit, huh? Because you probably being the pizza guy. Because if you're really studying chefs all around the world and you're constantly trying to make your dough better. 
And I, you you spend most of your time just watching, just trying to improve and studying <laughs> yeah. different chefs. Cause yeah. I, that's what I do, bro. Yeah. I watch a lot of media stuff. Yep. I that's I just yep. keep studying this shit, trying to make it better, yep. trying to make myself better as a host, you know. So you just taking different elements from different non-vegan chefs, probably, yep. and just incorporating yep. into your world. That's how I. That's what I do when, yep. when my imparting. I take from different worlds and bring yep. it into my world. So that's that's dope. That's dope to see. And, and the thing was is when I started this, it's. It's, I don't want to be like a really good pizza guy. I don't want to be like the best pizza guy in Riverside. I really want to be the Jordan of pizza. Mm, and, you know, that's and, a bold and, statement. And, and even watching like the documentary of like, um, of Jordan, like a lot of it I've seen in me. It's not that I'm great like him where I could do the things that he was doing, but I, it's the determination he had, like the determination, that drive he has. Powerful. Even the, like his team, right? Like none of his team really even like working with him, but it's like, dude, but he got you six championships. That doesn't come from someone who's soft, who's like easy, who's that comes from someone who's passionate, who has a drive, who has a vision. That's even like to hear some of the stories just because like a coach didn't say hi back to him, you know, because he felt disrespectful. Like, I'm going to dominate your whole team by myself. And then it's like, dude, and he did it like to see like that. He did that. Like, dude, that's hard. Like he dug in something in him to go make that happen, to make sure it happened. Or even when he played, when he got the flu, I think at the, that was in 96, I think mm-hmm. for to play at that level, it's like, dude, he, this fool will eat a whole steak and potato before a game, not because like, oh, it doesn't affect me. It was to say, you're not supposed to eat this steak and potato before a game because it slows you down and makes yeah. you weaker. Watch me do this and still dominate every single one of you. Like, I love that. <laughs> like, I, I love that because it's, it's, it's a drive that I love. It, it, it's that nothing's going to stop me but me. So it's, it's not being Jordan if I want to score the most points, blah, blah, blah. Or it's, it's I want to be Jordan to have that drive, like to have that complete drive. That if I do any pizza competition or anything I do, it's, Win or lose, even if I lose, you know you win again tomorrow. Like, I'm bringing my A game. I'm bringing my artillery. I'm bringing, like, my snipers. I'm bringing everything to anything for it. And in the days that I have that are bad, like, say, like, it's just not coming out right. Like, I hate those days. Like, I, I hate them so much that I hope I don't have them again. So it's like, that day, what the hell went wrong? Like, what the hell did I do wrong that it didn't happen right? Or, so, like, yesterday, I had to miss yesterday's um, event. I couldn't find any basil. Like, no basil at all. And, like, what? basil is a big, huge, like, thing to my thing. <laughs> like, make pizza sauce, pesto, like, all pizzas. And I was what? like, what the hell? So, I don't cancel events when I, when I, I, I commit. I commit. Uh, so, like, yesterday I had it, I had it, like, cancel. So, it's like, all right, what am I going to do now? Because this was my first Monday I was doing. And I should have knew that Monday's usually when all the stocks come in from, like, the store. So, like, even the truck's probably late. It's not on the shelves yet. So, I was like, crap. Wow. So, my idea is, like, how could I not have this happen to me ever again? Because it's not that it's happening to me, even though yeah, I'm not yeah. making money. People are waiting for me to be open. So some people yes. are waiting for me for like stores. Bro, they feeding for that pizza. Bro, <laughs> exclusive. What's up with the store? Like a storefront, <laughs> like a business. You never. See- so yeah, that's definitely in the plans. I and can it, see and, it for and, you, and bro. And it's not a storefront. Like there's there's many storefronts, and there's many there's there's a big plan I have. There's a big giant mission plan of of what it is. Um, and here's some advice for people who want to open or a storefront. Opening one store is very hard. So if your plan is I want to open one store and that's gonna be it's gonna make my life easier. You're absolutely wrong. You're just gonna make your life like insanely harder. Um, pop up world is way easier <laughs> than than Jeez. one storefront. Um, to make your life easier, you need about three and three of the same exact thing. Mm. Um, because if you're managing three and say one's failing, the two, no matter what, will always carry you. If you have one and then you're gonna have bad days, you're gonna have bad days, you're gonna have bad weeks. That's just what the business is. And you're gonna have a bad month where it's say it's usually like January. Uh, good thing about pizza, it's always <laughs> good year month. round, year round. Yeah. <laughs> but usually, like the slower months are like January, February. Um, so, oh, I forgot what I was talking about. 
Welcome to Chris Percy. That's definitely me <laughs> all the time. Oh, uh, nah. that's what I'm saying. Uh, so my plan is is the storefront is one storefront's gonna cost a, about a hundred grand, about to get everything you possibly need with all your like your paperwork, insurance. Um, and you want it to be Riverside. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, like something Riverside, Riverside, River Valley, like in that mm-hmm. that area, just Riverside. Right now, um, would you say IE area? Riverside County. Yeah, I would. County. I wouldn't really want to like start off like in Ontario or like like Rancho, even though it's IE. Mm-hmm. I want to be like where I grew up, at, so like home, home, and then yeah. and then spread like a freaking disease. Um, there you go. There you go. But th- yeah. that's that's the plan. But it's like it's still going to be like storefronts, pop ups, uh, big giant trucks, like festival trucks. Um, and then when I do become the Jordan Pizza, you're gonna have Love Amaro ovens in every household. <laughs> that's gonna be like the jordan shoe for the love of Marl oven so like, like the frozen pizzas well what do you mean like because all right so i think uh, uh oh what i know the people who were cooking at their house i got the same permit i did no one was doing it the way i was doing it i was i was selling a lot of pizzas for my house i was selling a lot of pizzas and it was crazy how that oven that electrical oven at my house was able to keep up with that many overs so i was able to cook four pizzas at a time so what i would wow. want is a whole oven of how i want it all electric buttons Beautiful. And then like the top oven, that's your pizza oven, right? So let's say you, you have a New York style like pizza you want to put in there. It'll put it go exactly to that temperature. You need it. Sheesh. You can't do anything. You want Neapolitan goes to that, that, that temperature. That's game right changer, thing. bro. And Damn. then you love model ovens Been for the time. kitchen. Yep. Sheesh, bro. So, You're on your Elon shit, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's a, there is a big plan. Um, it just, uh, like you guys said, um, a lot of a lot of things happened just in this one year alone, which is it was pretty crazy. Well, 2020. Um, let's talk about it. Let's get into it because you had a you had a miss. Uh, uh, you started this. You started this uh pizzeria from your apartment. It was the ma- the most amazing time for me in your in your existence because it was twenty four seven pizza dogs. Yeah, yes. right here around the corner, like yes. five ten minutes from me. We just call and pick up, bro. That shit was lit. That shit was bro. lit. Yeah, you started bringing in the donuts. You started bringing in the desserts. Yeah, yeah the, it was it was you were going crazy. You was like going crazy menu. exactly. So then. That ended up. That whole place ended up burning down, yeah. and um, it kind of back. It kind of set you back a little bit, right? A little bit, yeah. It actually did. So how all that happened? Um, that happened when COVID, and um, like I don't have nobody to help me out. I'm not married. I don't have like a, a wife or a girlfriend, and I have two kids. And right when that happened, that's when I started. I had the market in in San Bernardino with the IE Vegan Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then I had the Riverside Market that I started. Uh, that I think that was called like IE Vegan Sunday Saturday or something like that. Um, and then I was working three days out of the week plus those two. Um, so all my income was coming from that and it was based off all like markets and stuff. So when COVID happened, it completely shut down my whole world. And my first thought was just like, all right, I already did like deliveries to my house, like here and there once in a while. And then I was just like, just, I want to open my house and open it 24 seven because they're not letting us leave. So I'll just figure it out. Like, I don't know how busy I'm going to get. And that was my main concern was like, I don't know how busy I want to get. Like, what if I don't get busy at were, all? What if I make no money? Like, Were people hesitant to order from you in the beginning because of the whole con- being con- being like contact at home when someone cooked their stuff in the house? Or uh, did it, re- it didn't no, really affect I, it? didn't it really. Because <laughs> I, I, I really thought it was. I thought I was like, man, I'm going to like, like, what if I just can't pay the rent? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I can't just go apply for like unemployment. Um, so it, it worked. It, it really worked out. And it worked out way more, <laughs> way more than I thought because I just got crazy busy. There was times I was getting like. Like the latest order I'll get, even though it was twenty four hours seven, um, the what? latest order I'll get like three o'clock in the morning. Like people are getting off like graveyard shift, <laughs> we're getting pizzas. Um, so nah, that pretty some. crazy. I did that for, I think when COVID happened, I did the twenty four hours seven days a week till I think I want to say June. 
And then I was getting burned out. Like, I was getting too hard. Because <laughs> the thing was, I still had to leave and go to stores and come back and, like, prep and, like, do orders and, like, my kids. And, like, it was getting, like, insane. It was That's wild. So insane. That's wild. So I was like, bro. all right, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to open, like, seven days a week. <laughs> and then open from 11 to 11. Um, that worked out more better. But th- that was, like, during summer. And that's when, like, COVID was already a thing. And kind of people were over it. And then especially when they said, like, there's no summer <laughs> yeah. this year. It just made it like really busy. Like it was just, just like that. I'm here in my house. I have nothing to do. Amaro's down the street. He's not going to no pop ups. Like I want to order some pizzas. Yeah, that car is amazing. Yo, blah, the blah, blah. pizza though. If we could just touch back on that real quick, the pizza is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Man. I know, you remember the yeah. first time you had it? Uh, damn, not the first time. I don't think so. It's probably like at a at a fair. I think pulling up the Corona one. Yeah, I mean, the first time I seen you was in my apartment. I don't remember. Yeah. Apartment? I for sure pulled up on you a couple times. Yeah. Especially if my girl was with me, we was pulling up to love tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I took her a picture the other day too. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. Are you, are you constantly making pizzas like at home when you're not like actually? Uh, yeah, there's dough right now in my refrigerator. <laughs> and then I have a whole trash can it's full of like dough, dough. Because earlier you were saying how you, you were adding the rice flour and stuff. Yeah. So you're just constantly like constantly. making dough and yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like so like if I don't have events, right now I have an event until Saturday, but right now there's still, well, right now there's two in the refrigerator. There's two trays, and each tray has 15 balls in it. And then I have, like, pizza pizza trash cans that I use for my dough so I can ferment. And inside that one right now I have, there's one, two, three, four, there's five. So there's five trays. So that's five, that's 75? No, 35, 75, that's 30. Yeah, 75. So 75, and then plus two more. So I have, like, over 100. <laughs> I have heard low, key, right low key, bro. I'll be pocket watching you sometimes <laughs> when, when you when you post the uh, like a hundred and something sold. I'll be doing the math, like, bro, everything over like ten dollars. <laughs> like fifteen times off, like this one made big. <laughs> Clean house, bro. It, it, it does, it does, it does make money. Um, it, it's I'm very lucky to have this. I'm I'm one hundred percent lucky to have this. Um, and then the support I do have. The most we sold in one day was uh the vegan Oktoberfest and twelve to five o'clock. We sold one hundred sixty five pizzas. Damn, that's a yeah, that's a lot. Wow. <laughs> that's hey, a lot. You had some, you had some complaints recently when you took there. You took long or something like that. Oh man! All right, so people don't understand. How do you feel about those? Bro, of- they oh, don't wow. get it. They, they don't, don't get, get it. it. You, hold on, let me just say this. this disclaimer: If you're gonna order a love tomorrow, go get something else to eat in the meantime. Maybe two other spots. You know, support other people because tomorrow's gonna take his time. Everything's fresh, and it's just it's just a process, bro. He don't skip nobody. Every ticket's in line. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why. Like, that's yeah. why every time I go. Especially when I go with Chris, I'll be pressing him. Like, bro, we got to get there at least like 10 minutes early because yeah, I want to get my order yeah. in. So what people don't realize is people do line up about like a half hour, sometimes an hour before events. Facts. Because, you, you, because they, I, they, they know. You sell out, right? And then yeah. like the whole time, the whole rest of the fair, you're just making everyone speak to by whoever yep. ordered it. Yep. I have this joke where every time I see him, I'm like, damn, bro, you sold out already? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like 10 minutes into the event. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like what they're saying that was true. It's like, like say, even though I, I sell out and it's like, dude, like it's only like two hours, I'm still making pizza to the rest of the event. It's just all you came at one time. Yeah, right? So like yeah. if I have a hundred, if I bring in like 150 pizzas, 120 pizzas, like, but that means 100 people or at least half those people because you may got two of them all came at one time and have to make all those at one time and we move fast so when i make one pizza that takes me about 30 minutes i mean 30 minutes uh, you three, move three fast. Minutes, right so that takes me three minutes so even though it's taking a long time every pizza is getting pushed out at a very very fast speed so then when i do the math on that i do the math based on how fast am i going that's three minutes per pizza and then how many pizzas can I do per hour when you do the math like that? I believe it's like 25 or like 26 pizzas per hour when you do that math. And then how, how many hours is that event? So 
when I say I'm sold out, it's not because like, oh, you need to bring more. Like, no, I did exactly en- enough that I know that when the event's over, like I'm kind of done making pizza. If not, like maybe a half hour after uh, we're, we're probably done. But we brought enough for, you know, for, for the event. The waiting time. Call pizza right now. Call call Papa John's and place order at seven o'clock at night when it's rush time. They have an like, hour well, wait. Yeah, it's an hour wait. That's a, that's a regular time. Now let's say you don't want to go Papa John's. Do you want to go to an actual pizzeria and like you know and, and go there? So it kind of like, kind of a pop up style, right? So there's no calls or no like pre order. So so like a pop up style. So you go into a restaurant to a pizzeria and let's say that you're going to Olive Garden for some reason, and it's a Saturday night. It's it's prime time and you go there. You had no reservations right away. About an hour to sit down. So you got to wait about 45 minutes to an hour to sit down. You sit down, your server comes, takes your order, takes your drinks. That's about, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes. Then she comes back, gets your order, puts it in. That order probably takes pasta, so probably like, I don't know, 20 minutes. So you almost wait about two hours just to eat somewhere else. Exactly. When you guys see our tent, it's like three, four of us sometimes. And, and right now is the most, the biggest team I've ever had right now. So right now with me included, it's four of us. But we're pushing out pizzas really, really fast. And I know sometimes the, 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 the wait takes like an hour or an hour and a half. But that's, I mean, we're doing a lot of pizzas. We're doing a lot, a lot of pizzas. So the rule I got with um, uh, two per, per ticket, that's definitely helped with people not waiting for a long time. Because there were some people coming in that I want nine. There's, there's some people that come, I want 17. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 17 pizzas? 17 pizzas. I would too, because honestly, like, <laughs> goddamn it, we could heat it up throughout the week too. And that's what it is. They say because we live like some of those people live like in Burbank or like past Hollywood. Like we just order a bunch of pizzas and just that yeah. we eat just you know two or three right now, and then the whole week or the whole two weeks, like we just have your pizza in the refrigerator and we just warm it up. Like it'll be good for a whole two weeks. They just say I don't know if they're freezing it, if they're paying the ziplock bags. It's not meat or anything or dairy, so it's not gonna go bad. Like I would that. put it in the freezer, yeah, probably. in the freezer. But the best place, if you want to say pizza, any pizza, uh, take it out, put it in ziplock bags. And it will stay fresh. Like, just warm it up in your oven. Put your oven like at 500 degrees. Put it in there for like, I don't know, like three, four minutes. And it, it's always fresh. Any pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. You just have it in Ziploc bags? Not even in the refrigerator? No, in the refrigerator. But just okay. put it in a Ziploc bag. Like, okay. if you just like, if you just put the pizza box, the, the refrigerator. Um, it, oh, you can leave it outside. I want some pizza right now. Shit. It wants to dehydrate. <laughs> Yo, I was about to say, what's up with some pizza? Yes, <laughs> I'm down to shoot you your Venmo. I got it locked in already. Let's <laughs> do it, man. I got dough Yo. ready at the house. I say that like, you throwing dough away, bro. Don't bro. Do, don't throw dough away, please. No, 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 no. I'm gonna pull I'm it with kidding. the mushrooms. Pop <laughs> that shit with the. Yo, mana mushrooms. I know he was. You were doing that yep, for a minute too, yep, yo. I, yep. I had a deep dish one with the modern mushrooms on it. Yeah. I was like, I, f- I fuck heavy with her mushrooms, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you were doing this the pizzeria, and then how did the apartment? All right, so uh, going going back to that, the the pizzeria was doing really well. Um, the delivery system was was out of control. Did your apartment ever trip on you? No, no, they no. never cared. The, your neighbors never give a fuck. They never thought you, they thought you were slinging drugs or something because you definitely were just come yeah. hopping out real quick with bags and just yeah. handing them into the drivers. <laughs> so like all the neighbors knew I was doing that, and then like uh, to kind of keep them like happy, I just always get motors. Like, uh, um, and then the the manager, I think she knew, but I just never mentioned it to her. I just never told her. Just <laughs> never said anything. Just if you hear ass, like oh, I have online sales sales I'm doing, or you know, just says something dumb. Mm. Um. But that week when the apartment burned down, it was um, it was Valentine's weekend. It was the it was the Sunday before or that Sunday, and Valentine's was amazing. It got the people bought so many tickets. I had to do it Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Um, and that Friday, I was talking to my my daughter uh, Gianna, and I told her, "Baby, we need to move. Like, 
the the pizzeria like people were getting pissed off because the, the wait time now is like sometimes the wait time is like if if you didn't order it like, was a lot. like oh. sometimes two three hours long yep. like because it just that's to, how long mm-hmm. it just would take um and then what was always messed up too with with the pizzeria is if i went on delivery and say i can't be like especially the trains the stupid trains um that will throw up like everyone's time because then they'll send me back like 20 minutes sometimes because sometimes it just like stops like no <laughs> like it just stopped like crap <laughs> that's burnt but i told my daughter i was like you know it, it's it's getting too busy where like the wait time is about sometimes like three hours and it's not making people happy it's, it's getting them pissed off yeah um so i was like we're gonna this year after i'm saving all the money we're saving um we're gonna go buy a house and then that house and we're doing the same operation so then i could actually get like worker workers and have them here and do a bigger operation with it and then from that year, um, we'll have enough money to get our first store, storefront, hopefully. Yeah. That was yeah. that Friday. That Saturday, um, just a regular day, just doing my orders. I had a delivery of maybe about, that's probably like, because the max I'll go was six miles. I think that one was like three miles. So it probably took me like round trip, like nine minutes. So I left. And when I came back, my whole house was on fire. The whole, wow. everything was just caught on fire. Um, everything I had was in there. It just, it, I, have, I don't have no idea what, the hell, what happened. Um, they just had a, a brand new oven too and everything. Brand new oven. It was electric. No fire. No. What the no fuck? hot coils. No. And then my kitchen too. Like if you ever go in there, it's it's always like it, it's it's always like everything's in its set place. Nothing's like dirty. Nothing's like in its wrong order. It's everything's in its own in its, in its place. Um, and then I was already doing that. Fight. I think we're a year almost. About almost a year. I was already cooking in my house. So like nothing ever happened in that way. I never had an incident that happened in that kind of way. Um. The cool thing, well, I can't say cool thing. Shouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is, it, it didn't go to like any of the neighbors' houses. It didn't go downstairs. It didn't go to the side. It just, it just stuck in our apartment. Whoa. Um. So what I really got all of that, and I told my daughter also too, because she was just kind of, she was really freaked out. Is, baby, you know, like yesterday we we're talking like we need to leave, and she's like, yeah. I was like, well, I think life told us to, yeah, pretty much get the fuck out and now, like, get out now. Don't take nothing. Really? You don't need anything. Um. Because there's something b- bigger and better. And that's really what I thought. Um, so when I left, like the whole story, even how I got like my, my new apartment, um, seeing about a storefront, I went to like different places to look for a storefront. And I just didn't have enough money for, for a storefront. Um, it made me realize that if I would have got a storefront then, I would have I failed. And the one thing that life is giving me now that I'm realizing, and it's making me stronger as a pizzeria, is I never had a team. It was always, I was always the one man show. Jeez. I was the one that, that always just did it all myself. Do you think that's a good thing or though, or bad? Uh, I think. Because I believe I can't, I couldn't do, I can't do this. I can't do this, all this shit alone. I had to bring them along too. Yeah. Because I think in the beginning it, it was, it was a good thing because it, it showed people. It, it, I got, I got to get a lot of people's attention because I don't think a lot of vendors were doing it by themselves like that. You know, like, because even some vendors like, dude, like, how are you doing this? And for me, it's not how I was doing it. It's like I had to. If I, if I didn't do it, I didn't make money. I didn't, couldn't live. Like, you know, I got fired for my kids. So it was something I had to do, not because I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. But by doing it, I, it, really, it really made me stand out. It made me stand out more from other vendors because it, it was just a, a show kind of. And what I'm realizing now is, is I have to have a team. I have to have a team. And having a team, even though I'm selling like 150 pizzas, um, blah, blah, it doesn't mean I'm making more money. It just means that the, the demand's higher in the team, the team's uh, wages is is yeah it's compensating the the more but i'm still making like about the same you know and like and, and things are more life is more expensive right now um than it was before because like my, my even like my rent's like a double one uh than it was before um but what i'm learning with a team is how to actually build a pizza team I, i've i've never managed a pizzeria i never 
know how like to I didn't I don't know how to train people to make pizza or how to like stretch dough. Uh, the first team I had, I mean, they're amazing. Uh, they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, and they end up getting like COVID. Uh, they went to like, uh, they started going back to college together, like fully vaccinated. They called a bunch of stuff that happened. So I lost my first team. And when, when that happens is like crap, like all that time training, yeah. even training, it's, it's money training, you know, that's, it's money coming in your pocket. But what is still being like bummed out about it, And I was bummed because he was really, really good. It's okay. Now I know how to train. Like, now I know how to, how to train one person, you know? And then even then it's like, how do, how can I start training more effectively? And better, yeah. yeah. All right, so like that way, maybe I didn't do that right to him. Okay, I, I didn't voice that out right. I didn't say that right. And, and it's just that. Like, all right, now, now with this new team, like how can I be more effective and then and put the people in the right position? Because at the end of the day, when I have a pizzeria, I can't be the guy making pizza because then no. I can't manage and I can't make our company grow. So I have to have someone in place to do that. So to have more people in place right now, if I could fit five people in my tent, I'll fit another person. It's going to cost me more money. But it just be better to have more people training and training. So I think what life is giving me is saying you have to get out because a you outgrew what you what you already created. So what you created, you outgrew it, and you don't fit in anymore. Trying to elevate. So my problem now, the the new problem I have now is I outgrew the car that I have now because <laughs> now I can't fit more things inside my car. So if wow. I'm only able to bring so much pizza because that's all I can fit in my car, um, I should technically have like two tents with two sets of of uh, ovens and like two teams side by side. To, to, to match the demand because then I think the demand that'd will, be way more smoother dog yeah damn you probably dish out more too at that point yeah you know without having to like um over yeah whelm the team definitely yeah. can push it out a good time get people happy yeah but yeah if you upset over wait the wait time just letting you know it's worth it yeah it's so worth it because when you get that first bite you're like in heaven <laughs> and we did win best of la times I was just oh, about to ask, guys yeah. thank you so much wow. for doing that because i didn't know i was in that competition <laughs> i didn't know i was even in it <laughs> i just got an email saying hey you're the winner like what and they're like dude it's all our readers. and this against regular pizza too right not even just yeah. all pizza across uh, the board or so just that vegan? was that was the best vegan um the best vegan restaurant in all in the empire and San uh wow wow yeah Wow! Congrats, man. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> so the, it was. It, it's definitely showing that not me, but Love Marl Pizzeria and the team is moving forward. So even like the old team I had, and we got that word, and they'll talk like, "Oh, I told my friend about." It. I was like, "Stop saying like, oh, I work." Say, "We won this award. We are Love Marl Pizzeria." Like, because you, without you, there's no me. Because yeah. I could do this by myself, but I wouldn't be able to do the things that are doing. I wouldn't be able to meet the demand. I wouldn't be able to keep up. I'll burn myself out. Um. So for me this year, it's, it's probably the best thing I've got so far off the pizzeria. And, and that, is, that is a team. That, that is, is having people that, that believe in my mission, that believe in the things that I want and are willing to give up their time, their days to come in and, and to work for us. And, and so my job is to keep growing as much as possible, to try to find more days, more markets, um, to keep the momentum going, you know, because it's, it's at the end of the day, like I'm not a, a full time pizzeria. So a real job is obviously it's necessary to, to pay the bills. So I do understand that part. Um, but it's also my part to. All right. Like, how can I get them to to pay them a, a good a good salary or a good wage? And I do pay them a good wage. And plus, to get to keep all the tips. So the, the money's pretty good at is it what they're making per day. Um, I take smoke breaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the ones that want to do it. Hey, a dad da break. break real quick, a little dad break. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So that's, I think that's 2020 right now for me. It's, just, it's, it's building this amazing team. Um, 2022. Um, I think I'm, I, it's, 
it's you're gonna see a more harder, more intense uh, love more pizza. More better. Yeah, like honestly, because it's 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 this year was from like the house to like the the pop up role, trying to get used to pop up role again and getting the new stuff and getting the team. So a lot of this is like training and kind of like just going. You had, the, the, you had an incident too, where someone stole your ovens. Oh yeah. What? Yeah, up, yep. So I remember you had you kind of slowed down. You you you, you took a while to get your. It took you a while to get back into the pop up scene because you had to get your ovens right. Yeah, well, the the oven someone took it before the whole uh, COVID, and that was I don't want to say their names because that, that's already done over with. But they just that was a whole situation, and I almost got a. That's when I was trying to open a restaurant in Ontario, um, but this time because everything I was waiting for one of my ovens to come in because one of the ovens was broken, so I, had, I ordered some ovens. And it was taking a while for that to come in, and then I ordered a different oven. The uh, the one different from my ovens are rock boxes. So the other one was the Ani. I wasn't really too happy with the Ani at all, so then I had to over order another rock box. And the one thing I was waiting for for a while is my uh, my mixer because that's what I'm mm. my car, that's, that's what burned. So it took a while for the mixer to come in. But again, if you uh, adjust to your environment, um, that's when I started making like all the possibles. I made the kebabs. Mm, uh, and those, kebabs are fire. Yeah, that went off. And I still get people fire. asking like, "There was a kebabs?" Like that was just because I didn't have pizza. <laughs> no, you had that breakfast menu though. Oh, the yeah, breakfast, yeah, the yeah, breakfast yeah, burritos, bro. Yeah, with that salsa you used to make the the roasted salsa. I forgot what it was. Yo, that shit was crazy. And those uh, were homemade flour tortillas. They had that. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Homemade flour tortillas. Mm-hmm. The fucking the chicken parmesan sandwich. That was fire. Oh, I that never got fire. to try that. that. You never tried it? Nah, we yeah. wanted it though. That was yeah, fire. That, was, that was fire. Who do you think is like next for you? Because like the thought, not not for me generally, because you know I'm not in that space. Yeah. But for you, you don't think um, like a food truck would make sense, or is there? It's just too small for like yes. a pizza. So a lot of people tell me go to a Good food question. truck, and I tell them if I get a food truck, how is that going to make me make more pizza? It just makes my, because my tent is a 10 by 10 tent. So if, if people who are vendors want, are hearing this, your tent is a 10 by 10 tent. That's a lot of space. That's a lot, a lot of space. And then when you go to a trunk, even though the truck is long, you only have such a narrow space because of all your equipment's on the other side, mm. right? So even if it's a pizza oven, you have this big pizza on the back or the front or whatever it might be, but then your counter space, your prep space, your refrigerator. So you, you lose a lot of space. So you have just about like maybe two, three people just of walking space. Now, it would make sense, like say, I know I'm gonna work this this truck like five days a week, six days a week, whatever it might be, and it's easy for me to like pick up and go. You know, I could go like in the morning somewhere, go to the night somewhere. But the only thing is, we I live here in Riverside, I don't live in L.A. Where in L.A., I think that'd be more easier because it's more you could just go kind of anywhere. We're here, they have a little bit more regulations, which you could do and can do. Mm. And then I have kids, so I can't just always be spinning to like L.A. Um, so my next goal or the next thing for me now is definitely develop this team, like definitely develop for 2022, like just an amazing team, just believe in them um and and trust that they 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 have my back 100 percent too that's, to really that's what i was gonna job. say to a team where like you don't necessarily yeah. have to be there yeah. to to run a day-to-day operation yeah because the guy the last guy i have i was trying to train him to to be what i was doing too so like he could like pull the dough um stretch the dough put the stuff on the thing and have someone that are doing his job putting the stuff in the oven and, and just for that thing um, because my goal next year is to try to go into as many pizza competitions as possible. Like to, to go back to wow. Las Vegas, New Jersey, New York. Um, Damn. Yeah. Fire. I mean, don't. Yeah. Fire. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Like next you, year, I think it'll be like. Do you give people uh, your recipe though? Like would you give those workers your recipe or is that something that you just, no. you prep and they just go ahead and then. Yeah. Like uh, I had a few times, like they came to my, uh, to my place to tell me prep and I have a, I have a recipe book and I just tell them to follow those instructions. 
Um, they gotta sign an NDA. But <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna have one. But <laughs> the only thing definitely <laughs> get your NDA. But the only problem with like if you're running like a pop up and you have people coming like a day you're not doing a pop up. Mm-hmm. Now you're 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 paying labor with nothing coming in, right? So your 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 money's coming in without without physical money coming in, and then yeah. even the day you're doing a pop up, you're paying labor then, and money is coming in, but then you're also paying the back labor you did at the, the other thing. So then that day has to like really be a lot more. So for now, I mostly I just I just keep doing all my prep myself because I I, I got to figure out a system how to how to make that work. And I tried it before when one of my workers came over and I was like, all right, maybe like today when when you do this. We would do like light, light stuff. We'll do like, you know, like wings and like just a margarita pizza. And it, it still kind of didn't work because they obviously want like the full menu. So I can't have a full menu if I'm going to like prep or have them prep because it just, it won't work. Um, hmm. So it's just, it's, yeah, right now it's just a team. Like to get that team just solid. Team, but do they, is it hard to find people that want to commit to the vision? Um, honestly, no. Um, honestly, no, no. It, it really isn't. It's. The first people I had, I honestly just went outside and I had the, you know, pop was starting and stuff like that. And I was bringing like the, what I was selling that pop was when I was doing it myself. So I was always bringing about like 60 to like 75 pieces of myself. So when I was bringing that, I was selling like, I was like selling out like, what the hell? This sold like an hour. Like, this is crazy. So then I was like, oh, I got to make more pizza. I got to make more dough. So that's when I got that, that team. And I just kind of went outside and just kind of told the life and universe, like, all right, I need them. I need a team. Like, bring me a team. And then this dude just came. He happened to work at a pizzeria. Um, he, he did an awesome job. He did, he really did an awesome, awesome job. And then his girlfriend, like, I could be your cashier. I used to also work at a pizzeria and blah blah. Like, holy crap! So Sandy and uh, Adrian. Um, so they weren't hard to find at all. They kind of just were kind of like it sounds weird, but they could kind of like sent to me. Yeah. And yeah. then when the situation happened, you know, with their lives, and then I had to put out, you know, on my Instagram, you know, I'm looking for for um, cashiers and cooks like that. The cashiers are more easier to fill. Because you're just really just taking orders. Yeah. It, it, there is a system like you have to be like on it. There's not really time for you to kind of. I for like, sure applied um, to be a cashier for you. Yeah. Nah, I would want to be a pizza dude. <laughs> so the pizza guy, that's, that's the harder one because it, I know it's people hey. who work at pizzerias. They're used to getting the pizza up in the oven and it just sits there for like six minutes or whatever it is. The timer goes off to take it out. Where this one, like you gotta keep moving because it, it wants to burn. Mm. So that's completely new and that's hard to teach as I'm pulling dough. You know, so that's 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 a a challenge, but everything's capable everything's always capable so to me it's it's not damn they can't do it it's what's the right words to use so they can understand it what's the right way to say it you know um even like a book i bought i bought um how to make more friends and how to um inspire people and it's like a book like a lot of like great sales people read and i thought hey, if i read this book like it, it's it's my words like how can i really really use my words to like explain things right and like to to do it in a very chaotic <laughs> scene in a very fast scene well being like very common and make sure like they're understanding like what I'm saying. And then once they do, like they're really, really good workers. I think they because you are physically working in our pizzeria and like you really are working, um, I think they feel like an enjoyment. They feel like a, a fulfilling. Like even like the one of our new cashiers on uh Sunday, uh Amanda, um, she's like, Do I never did pizza before in my life? Like you want me to cut pizzas and put sauce on pizzas? Like I've never <laughs> even done this. Like what the heck? I was like, you'll be all right, just you'll be all right, don't worry about it. But like after maybe her like fifth, sixth pizza, like right on it. And after the end of the shift, she's like, dude, I really, really like doing it. Like I really like how busy you were. Like I liked like that, like I had physically something to do that that it almost not want to say a purpose, but like 
a purpose for me being here. It wasn't just yeah. like Joe or like Jane. Like it, it, yeah, it, gave, yeah, yeah, it yeah. gave me something, right? And it's like, dude, like I work for Love of All Pizzeria. It's like, hell yeah, like put that on your resume. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing that I noticed like with where I'm working now is just like when I got there, I was so intimidated to like learn the machines uh-huh. and um, actually handle them because I work at a, at a print shop. Yeah. So like the material, like knowing all the different materials and stuff like that and like because I never did it, like I could never see myself doing it. But now like as I'm easing my way into them, like the three, like three, four different machines, like I'm a lot comfortable. Like, yeah. I, I, like I'm on the, at first I was at the, on the cutter and it kind of gave me nervous. You got to like, put everything precise. If not, you can fuck up the machine, fuck up the blade. And the blades are expensive. You know, yeah. you don't want to fuck up the blade. And then like now like I'm, I'm working with the printer and there's all these materials and like you got to clean in, you got to wipe it down. And like I'm so more, I'm more comfortable behind that scene now where it's like, you know, over time you just ease your way into yeah. these roles, into these positions. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just hard to find the people that, you know, that I guess see the vision the way you see it, you know? Yeah. That want like, cause it's, you had you had you see it a certain way in your head, right? Yeah. Like you have a vision for your business and where you want to take it to, and like you said earlier, you you invest so much time and money into someone thinking that, mm-hmm. and then eventually the same person can just go do their own thing. What if they, at the same time, what if they're there studying how you doing it so that they can go pursue it themselves? Um, all right. So the answer for that, and I, when I took culinary school, they gave us this story called um, I think the restaurant was called either Green Onion or Red Onion, one of two. Mm-hmm. And at that time, he was like one of the, the top uh, restaurants and a lot of restaurants were trying to do that, trying to steal his recipes, get people to get uh, uh, a job there and, and like to, to actually know the recipes, go into his restaurant, taste it so and so forth. And the guy knew that people were doing that. So instead of like trying to fight it or like, I'm going to do that, he just invited all of them to learn his recipes. Because at the end of the day, if you know my recipes, it doesn't mean you're still going to make it the same way. I give you that recipe. It doesn't mean like you understand it, see it, feel it. Just like the guy, you know, every cookbook that we pick up um for a chef that's one of our greatest things like if you could pick up my book with all my recipes and you want to copy that and then share that to your family or your friends or whoever i kind of dig that <laughs> like that makes me proud that makes me like that that's that's a that's a gain for me you know yeah. so like if someone's gonna be sneaky and like, i want to know how you do that it's not my recipe this, this i didn't make pizza i didn't i didn't invent pizza i didn't i didn't make up these flavors i didn't even put these 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 flavors together now what i do is i know how to season so, but I'm still using the same flavors, right? So like my, 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 my dough, it's easy. Just water, flour, salt, oil. I mean, that's it. That's all it is. It's just, it's just the process of what you're doing scientifically to it. Like my pizza sauce, it's Neapolitans, right? So you have your, your whole like uh, tomatoes, basil, oregano, salt. Like it's, it's very, very simple things. Oh, wow. It's just so simple. No cooking it, no boiling it down, no nothing. I wonder if energy has to do with yeah. the way uh, food tastes. And like if someone, like if you and you, me and you cooked this, his his recipe. I mean, if you cooked his recipe and he cooked it, it's just gonna taste better just because he knows how to make it, or just because it's coming from him. And then your hand, and your energy just makes it a different flavor. I don't know. I, I think, people people I think always say their grandma makes the best dish of whatever the dish is. I think it's definitely energy because it's mm. it's. I don't love making pizza. I love just cooking. So pizza, I love making pizza because I love cooking. Right. So. When I'm making it, like, I love pushing it down. I love stretching. I love that it's, it's doing, it's like, it's every part of it. So, like, every part of it is love. Every part of it is 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 my passion going into it. Your whole business prides itself on love. Your pizza company is called Love Amaro yeah. Pizzeria. Yeah. And I think, you know, that you're radiating the, the, the biggest form of frequency. Yep. So, I think that's why it always reciprocates your way and you, and you continue to win. Every time he's every time he's talking, I'm, like, thinking, like, what, what life path is he? <laughs> Damn. You know your numerology or no? Uh, I'm a one. 
Yo, I was gonna say he's either a one, eleven, or twenty-two. He beat the game right. in the vegan pizza industry, bro, for yeah. sure. And then the thing is too is like it's it's whatever we touch, it's gonna be a hundred percent all the way in, right? So say if I want to get next to into like the burger scene, right? Just like another restaurant or pop up that's gonna be say burgers. I'm gonna come with some burgers. Like I'm gonna come with like. You plan on doing different endeavors? Oh or- yeah. Oh. So pizza's not like the end of it. That's just the foundation of of like a love moral company of the brand of, of the brand yeah. of like what, what we're looking at. And there's a lot of different things. Like it doesn't have to do with with even food. Like even looking into like um like materials, like stuff that's made of like um avocado and stuff like that. Like to make it a love moral everything. Like our own pizza boxes, our own actually everything. Everything is possible. Um, your everyday stuff. Um, Damn. so there's definitely like burgers. They then place like um breakfast. Uh, when I used to do my uh, vegan uh, egg sluts, those were crazy. Those went, oh those yeah, went, yeah yeah those yeah those went insane. Yeah, they uh, were. So that's a whole market like on its own. Um, I'm hungry. I think like my <laughs> mac and cheese like its own market. If I had like a mac and cheese like house, um, and that's what we're serving. But the mac and cheese like you add your toppings, your bacon, blah blah blah, and the pan it gets all nice and crispy. And we're sauteing and putting in a bowl, and it's like it's just a mac house, you know. All right, now I'm about to throw you a million dollar idea, right? <laughs> a bread. That's made of cornbread. Uh-huh. And then you put like some type of like barbecue. And then, you know, with the you lost me. pineapple. <laughs> lost me, sorry. Pineapple, like cornbread, barbecue. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, like, a pe- like a pizza. So instead of a pizza, it's, it's a bread with the cornbread. And then boom, some barbecue chicken or something on it. It's like a barbecue. Some like mac pizza. and cheese on it, you know. I did a collab once with uh, Compton <laughs> Vegan. Yeah. And oh, we did, Yeah, we did. Uh, how do I do that one? I can't remember the bomb if I put barbecue sauce or, or the cheese sauce, but it was mac and cheese, his brisket or his his ribs. Yeah, his ribs. Um, and then like the 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 barbecue sauce, the cheese sauce, and then we topped it with the uh, cornbread crumbles uh, on top. That's pretty oh, fire. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, no next time. Yeah, that sounds fire. It's only you. Yeah, it's the game. You know, it was funny. I was out, I was I was just out in Florida with my parents, and uh, my dad actually asked me. He was like, "Hey, is there any um?" It was just random questions. Like, is there any uh? What do you say? Is there any any vegan sports bars? And I'm like, nah, no, there has, not. there isn't. Hey. And I, mean, I probably this, shouldn't be saying it, this on the air. Is this but how we become rich, guys? I wasn't <laughs> saying this in the air. But I wasn't gonna say it on the air, but I I thought it was a great idea because like he was like, there's no sports or sports bars for like vegan people. I'm just like, no, but that would be a hit in Riverside. Yeah, I know it would. You know, just having beer, pizza, wings, and yeah, I mean, because all bars are no matter what, just busy, and just in general, just a sports bar, and that's just with that. And have you, know. you have you have you thought about like that idea of doing that, or just you just want a regular pizza front? No, it's all right. So with a with a pizza pizza, what I want is is like your regular storefront, your regular walk up, kind of like your own like like I guess like Domino's, whatever it is. I want a drive through pizzeria, and then I want the sit down pizzeria. So that pizzeria had like the pastas, it'd be nice, like nice plates, you know, wine stuff like that. Um, and that's kind of the base of it. Um, but what I really want is, um, a warehouse. So I want a warehouse where from that warehouse, what's paying for this warehouse is the catering and the pop-ups running from there. So all like the vans, the trucks, the, the big, like, um, festival, like trucks with the containers on it for the pizzeria all running from this, this spot. And the three, so the three pizzerias are in Riverside or in the empire. They're all also being fed from this warehouse. So this warehouse is sending them doughs. They're sending in the, the pizza sauce. They're sending them everything. So everything's very consistent. Fresh every day. Yeah. Boom. So very, very consistent, right? So you, it, it's looking at like the bigger franchises in a, in a small smaller scale because what they spend billions of dollars doing what they're doing to figure, figure this out, really just copy them because they spend billions to figure it out, right? Um, 
So just start start small in that in that central location, and then say every city or state or region where it might be has its own warehouse to do pop ups and weddings. Where weddings is like super huge to have. Like I would love to be in just just these over the top weddings and have this bad like just pizzeria there and serving like you know with wine and like all the mm, gowns and like wow yeah, that'd be lit. that would be bro you should have taken your girl to his uh when in the apartments he used to do the oh, the, the balcony things it's all romantic and shit wow it's like a three course dinner or something like that seven course dinner seven course and then it had like you know plants and had like a bud plant it had strawberries it had like cherry tomatoes yeah, crystals hanging on the ceiling. Um, it's a vibe. It's like a vibe, dude. If you want to smoke there, you could bring your stuff. I had like a yeah, it was dope. Wow, yeah, definitely bring that back. <sighs> Man, I wish I could. The balcony, which in general the ambiance, you know it, that feeling, the, the energy was because you insane. plants because you went to school you know, for ripe, fruits, vegetables for culinary, right? I did. So you have and that you have that mindset of trying to like make it look aesthetically mm-hmm. nice, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it it really came from um like that that part of me came um. I'm studying like Michelin star chefs. We didn't we didn't learn that in culinary school. So Michelin star chefs are the dudes are like the top of the top. They're like the 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 professionals of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stuff they do is very everything's like very detailed, very colorful, like super thought out. Some even like some restaurants will be closed for like six months, and that whole six months, all they're doing they're just testing out. You know, like if their if their menu is gonna be like a twenty course tasting menu or whatever it might be, like they're testing out every like everything, all the wines. And then once they're open for that six months of the year, like they're just, they're nonstop packed. They're just reservations are out the door. Um, some places say like El Bulli or even like the French Laundry, like sometimes they have like a three year waiting list just to get in, you know, just to eat. eat wow. So Imagine. Even my world, I want, I want to be really, really amazing. You know, like, like, like the Jordan of, of the chef world. Um, so I was always just like studying what they were doing. Um, and when I was in my house, everything I was cooking, it was like the kids, like if it was like, they wanted a grilled cheese sandwich, like, Everything had to be like in that shape over the top, over the top, like the, the, top. The, the presentation, like how it looked like, how like the sauce was. I thought, but I'm like, dad, dad, just make it regular. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is regular. Just eat it. <laughs> it's the same thing. It just it's presented different. <laughs> it just looks nice. <laughs> uh, how do you how do your kids see your your the Love Amaro brand and the pizzeria and your your vision? Like, yeah, how, how they uh, vibing with it? Yeah. All right, so my kids. But to be honest, they don't care about my pizzeria. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Not even that it makes all the money. Dude. Uh, they, uh, they don't think it's cool? I think until now, my boy probably likes my pizza now. He likes like the pepperoni one, but like they don't like my pizzas. Um, what? Really like no. And, but they like pizza. What? They like pizza, but they don't like my pizzas. Wow. It's just, it's a very weird thing. My boy now is like, it's starting to eat it more. Um, <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> How do you not like Omaro pizza? <laughs> my kids um, but yeah. what they do like is every time someone says like oh you're loving my pizza you're like oh, dad you're like they know you <laughs> like yeah. their face when, especially my daughter like when they when someone just mentions our name or whatever it might be like they just light up and now they're both in middle school um so uh, you know i guess maybe their teacher asking like what their parents do or whatever it might be but lately they come home like oh yeah my teacher like they're following you now like oh my teacher follows you now and it's like every time they say they smile but they still don't like my, my, my food. But that makes them happy. They like That's that part funny. of it. They like that you got all the clout. Why. Huh? They like that you got all the clout. Yeah. Yeah. What they do, uh, what they do recognize though, when I used to bring them to my markets with me to help me out, um, they'll notice that too. Like, dad, like you're the only one doing that by yourself. Like you're the only one that's blah, blah. Like I bet, I bet you're going to be like packed up before they're packed up. Like uh, probably <laughs> yeah. just cause it, everything's like, everything's to a T. Everything's like exactly in order how it goes, how uh-huh. it gets put away. So like it is faster. It is like organized more, more faster. And I don't know. They, they do recognize that stuff. So 
with my kids, I always tell them to like, you know, the pizzeria, it's not for you. Like, this is not going to be something that they, if you want it, you can have it. It's not that you can have it. Like you just be more suited to, to, to run it. Cause you, you see everything I'm doing. You see all yeah, the Excel yeah, sheets. Yeah, you see yeah. how I prep. Yeah. You see how I multitask. You see balls and so forth. Definitely behind the scenes. That's good though, that you let them still be there, like their own people. Cause you're not over here trying to make your son like no, no. follow your footsteps, no. huh? Because I want them there for me and, and my kids is I want you guys to do what makes you 100% happy, whatever that is. Um, but I try to give them tools to, to succeed in life. Again, I don't want them to, to do this. This is not, this is not from, this is our foundation for our life, not for them to, to do it. Right. Um, so say for example, like, um, rich dad, poor dad, or, um, how to invest in stocks for dummies or so on and so forth. If my kids read those, I give them like 80 bucks, 60 bucks just to read a book. Like if you read that book, you get 80 bucks right now. And they'll wow. read it, give me a book report. And I tell my, uh, tell them, you know, if you guys understand stocks and you guys start learning about it now, even though it makes no sense to you, you guys are not getting this whatsoever. Just, you know, like say 10 minutes a day, just go watch some YouTube video. And I show them like on Instagram, look, these are the people that kind of follow and just kind of just, if the more you see it, the more your brain will start understanding it because the words are getting more familiar. But if you guys start understanding this more and let's say when you guys are 16, 17 years old and you guys have the discipline to wake up like at four o'clock in the morning when the stocks open in New York and you start doing those just for four hours a day. So I'll be only eight to eight o'clock. So mm-hmm. you don't have to really go to school at time. Maybe, maybe not, but just say four hours of your life. Jeez. You could be driving a Lamborghini and everything you want to do. Like my daughter, she wants to be like, she wants to be a cook. She wants to be a photographer, an artist. And even now at this age, like she is all that. She knows how to take pictures really well. She, she draws really well. She paints really well and she cooks. Wow. So I told her, baby, like, all those jobs suck because they don't pay you well. <laughs> you have to be like, you have to like land those things and you're, 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 it's going to take a long time sometimes to make what you want to make and to have that mm-hmm. freedom of life. Where if you know how to do this, this pays for your life and all that. You do that because it's, it's fun. for fun. Yeah, You're doing it just to do it. And then if you make a lot of money doing it, that's the big charity yep. on top. Mm-hmm. Because you're not doing it to pay a bill. You did that four hours in the morning to pay your bill for like the next like six months. Yeah. So if you learn how to do that right now, you have this life that's freedom. You're not chasing money. You're chasing freedom. You're chasing because you don't want to be in that meeting to like four hours and talk about a bunch of stuff. You don't want to go to work and go to that blah, blah, blah. Like you have this freedom to like live your life as happy as possible to be. Damn. Whatever it is. Yeah. You're in the stocks, bro. I own a few stocks. Not a lot. Are you in the crypto game? Uh, I'm trying. That's what I'm studying now because I'm trying to get what NFTs it is. and all that. Yeah. How do you feel about the metaverse? I don't know, man. It just, it's, I think there's just too much going on that i don't understand it i'm always (laughs) scared to make a move like like, to to do something because like that's too much going on where it's like all right a lot of us the crypto kind like especially like the the what's up with that one they just made up just to make up the shibby one right all right you guys just made that up and that's really up and that's supposed to be money so my dollar that i'm putting in here to buy that to exchange it is that dollar always gonna be a dollar even like a month from now or is it like a stock and it's going to change? It could go up it's just, it's like or, a stock. or just go down because I want my money to always be my money. And then when I invest, I want my invest to grow as an investment. Or if I lose, I lose. That's, that's the, game, the game. So the crypto, I'm not gaining it too much because now it's like, oh, now you can buy a car with like crypto thing. But it's like, the heck? And then this girl I know, she does, uh, she says she does like one minute trades. And I've been trying to learn about that. And like, she was like, for example, she's like, look, right now I'll go buy a dollar of Bitcoin. And then like, you know, and just in, in a minute, if it goes up, it goes up and I, I get $2. And I was like, how are you buying Bitcoin for a dollar? Like, so <laughs> it's just so confusing. It's for me, it's very just confusing. And then I, I don't have a lot of time to invest in it because of the pizzeria. Right, right. So I am trying to look into it because it does look like something to invest into. I get that it's, it's protecting our money. I get that you don't need fees, but I'm not switching over a million dollars to a different account somewhere that I need a government or bank to to approve that so that's that's not really for my for my life right now that's right. not really a plus that's not 
doing anything. Yeah, crypto still it's still early. You know, we're still they're still trying to see where there's definitely money in it, but it's just still early, and they're still trying to figure out the reg how to regulate it and all that stuff. But it cuts out the bank, so I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But I feel like the banks are just gonna convert to crypto as well. So yeah, and like for me, like if I don't do banks, like I'll go to like a credit union, so then it puts right back into your actual community. They don't use it to oh, you, to do like gas. That's what I'm saying. For yeah. me, it doesn't make sense. To like they don't charge anything wow. to do anything anyways. Love tomorrow, guys. <laughs> You've been in your conspiracy bag, huh? Yeah. How long? Like, when did you start realizing that a lot of this world was was oh, BS? Man. What they were telling us? Um, I think my my, my dad was kind of always like that. Like, he uh, he would read the newspaper a lot and be like, "You believe this shit?" Like, and I don't understand anything he was talking about. Like, dude, they give these right? blah balls like this and that. Like, but being little, like now, like I think that was like the start of it. And when I was in high school, I was in like in football. Um, started smoking weed early or not? Huh? You started smoking weed earlier, no? like in eighth grade. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Your mind been exploring. Yeah. <laughs> and one guy, he was like, "Hey, you know what band I think you really like? Like, what's up?" He's like, "Rage Against the Machine." I was like, "All right." To this day, that's my number one band. Yeah. It just right, like the way they speak, the stuff they're talking about, like it's. And I think that makes you open your eyes when you're, especially if you're, you understand the lyrics they're saying, right? Now nah, I want to dab. I don't want to <laughs> cut you off. Hey, Tony, mute his mic real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh once it really got once it really really took off i i had my kid uh my first kid and <laughs> <laughs> so much for that <laughs> um this girl told me uh hey do you give your kids shots and i was like yeah and she was like why and i was like because a freaking doctor said like what the hell are you talking about yeah. i didn't know and she was like have you ever looked within those shots like they don't ever bring you an ingredient list. So no, yeah. like, don't. Like, what are you talking about? Like, don't ever bring you a list. Like, oh, here's your shot. So then, for some reason, it just made me like, oh, what does she mean by that? So I went to go look, okay, what's in the shots, right? And being a chef, like, something they teach you a lot about is mercury, right? So if any thermometer breaks, you don't touch it. You know, you hit a hazmat thing, a hazmat service comes and gets it. Like, you don't touch anything mercury. So one of the things, the first thing I noticed, and then, like, all, like, the flu shots, even the shots are just getting my kids. Like, why the hell is there mercury in those freaking shots? Like, and some people think, well, you know, you only could take in, in, in your in your body you could take so much mercury, but if you could take so much mercury, then why put it in there? So that made me start thinking, like, oh crap, like, why would doctors not say something or yeah. or mention or anything like that? That's that's real though. Like how that's yeah. something that's so poisonous. Know, poisonous, like in, come, going into your body to make me feel better. Bloodstream, bro. Yeah, straight to the bloodstream. So that really that that little whole video, Wikipedia, YouTube, blah 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 search, turned into a big old like rabbit hole. And that was dang, that was when I was like twenty five, twenty six. When, when, when did you have I your first it. kid? Uh, when I was, I think it was twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, damn, you're my age. Sheesh, I cannot picture myself the kid. No, I'm not my age. I'm already 28. <laughs> I just turned 28. Damn, yeah, I can't were, picture my kid right now. You were explaining how, how you know, mercury, something about the vaccines is still, you know, they allow that little bit. Mm -hmm. Did you know that with like some food products? I know with rice and I think brown rice or something, they're legally allowed to put like some, plastic. Not, not only plastic, but like eggs, animal eggs and stuff. Oh, really? And we put it to the test. Me and my girlfriend. I live with my girlfriend. Um, we put like two bags of brown rice and a bag of white rice, probably a pound each, uh -huh. inside a Tupperware and closed it. And we left it. And we left it for like a good week, two weeks. After the two weeks, there was little moths flying in there. Really? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And we hadn't opened it since we like closed it. We left it up there. We, we so kind of even mean? forgot about it. 
No, it's just because he was saying that the mercury that there's some mercury in vaccines, probably not enough to to cause like a lethal dose or something. But yeah. the FDA allows shit like uh, that to go, yeah, yeah, to yeah, go yeah. into your food. So like, why yeah. wouldn't they yeah. do something as big as as mercury into your vaccine? Jeez, this yeah. is Christmas. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you can't I mean it, it sucks when you don't we're not we don't have the knowledge, so you can't really go be hard on yourself. Like, because obviously, if you have the information, you probably wouldn't have gotten your kids uh before twenty twenty. I know vaxxed I, up. I know for sure I wasn't like I haven't got a flu shot since like I was a teenager and shit. No, me either. You know, so I've mm-hmm. been I've been tapped in, even though yeah. you know I'm not really has has a, has the whole um jab or anti jab caused the division in, in in your family or amongst your loved ones? No, no, um. I think like we just now, just in general with that question, I just try to not, not avoid it. You can't really avoid it, but just I don't try to put myself in a situation where I have to like talk about it or because everyone's views are just so different. It's kind of like that Trump thing, right? Like if someone supports Trump and then again, I wasn't a supporter of Trump or for him or by him or anything like that. But it, it was so crazy to see how many people just start dividing themselves because of something that yeah. he, he's not even here. And like, I'm like, bro, Joe Biden, like crime bill, Joe Biden, come out of the car. Like, this is who y'all fighting for like, like they're going to be out of here in four years and you're going to forget about them and then this family member that you have for the rest of your life is going to be here and just because you know they want to do this i'll be thing. there like you know like five years ago like i told you i was right look at all this shit coming out yeah but there there has there has been a lot of division you know amongst amongst yeah. family I, i'm actually yeah. blessed that you know my my family is very my mom's not with none of that none of my family has has gotten it they're not they don't even. They don't. They don't. They see what's going on without without me even really telling them. You know, my mom's always been anti like medication. She's always been like, if I have a headache. I'm just gonna deal with it for the. Yeah. I'm not on anything for it. So, it's just interesting times that we're in because like we were talking about earlier, everything is just to create the different sides. You have the anti this, the pro this, the anti this, the pro this, and then just come creating more division and more hate amongst the world. And we actually just need more love more than anything. A lot of people are just traumatized right now with all the time with everything going on i think that's that from observing that's what it looks like what's happening is is, is a big giant division right for from from it, it, it's, it's looking like they're trying to use everything and anything to divide divide the people to fight amongst each other right because even when like say and god people are gonna hate me this too like even with the, the black the, the black lives movement no i'm gonna save you don't even say it don't even say it tomorrow you gonna say it yeah <laughs> what i see with that um, and I got in an argument with one of my friends is I understand the movement. I understand like the feelings and, and obviously I'm not black, so I can't say I'm in your shoes or, or know your life. But what I see in the negative from that is people were destroying stores and storefronts that are next to where they're going to go destroy like the Capitol. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So these people who are everyday people like myself, yourself, your neighbor, everyone else, they were suffering now because you burned their house or not their house, their, their store, you broke into the stuff. They, they, they did all this damage. But yet not a single riot or a single Black Lives Movement or, or any movement ever went to a Walmart and did that. No one ever mm-hmm. went to a Target and did that where their insurance could just replace all that stuff and not affect anyone, anyone's workers or their pay. Yeah, a lot of the times they were hitting... <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. The mom, the Shout out to my pops, cities. The mom pops The gangsters and the, during the, the um, protests and stuff over there. Oh, they they're actually They're yep. actually pressing it. Like, now nah, yep. you can't come over here and yep. do that shit in our hoods. Because and to me, that's, that's, what, that's what having each other's back is, right? So say even like how the bloods and like the Crips got started. That's not, there wasn't a gang. The bloods was, this is blood in, blood out. Like we have each other's back. We don't need the cops. Yeah. Yeah. They're the ones that started like, um, like Planned Parenthood or not Planned Parenthood, um, like WIC to, to give to their own community. The Crips, the same thing. Um, something, yeah, com- something in perspective, I forget what it's called, but it, the, the words mean something of, of we're in progress to, to handle the situation that's going on in our neighborhood, not the cops. Cause yeah. then the cops were beating them up. 
and then for them to go into a whole a whole gang thing that was again like why how did that that's how people go into a whole gang thing you have to look at like why did that happen like that that doesn't even make sense so you know look, look at those kind of perspectives i actually see it being on purpose to like you know because it's, it's everything even with like blm like it was a home you know grassroots organization mm-hmm. and yeah. they got infiltrated and now yeah. there's you know these people running it who yeah. you know probably like are not really doing anything to serve the agenda for black people yeah. you know and it's just this like kind of like this illusional uh like blinds to keep yeah. people to keep people divided and to think like oh like there's nothing we can do about it yeah in reality like if we unite if we can, can overcome all the obstacles all the illusions like we can, you know, we can demand change yeah. and like really yeah. get things going instead of trying to rely on these politicians and these people I don't even, in power. And stuff I don't like even that. think it's about demanding, bro. I just think we all just have to stop relying on a, yep. si- a government. Yep. Stop relying on someone to save us. We exactly. can do it ourselves. All right, the, the Com- biggest way to hurt them, I think if, and again, all this was back in the past, but I think the biggest way to hurt any government, take all your money out of the bank and put it in a credit union. Because that's what gets fun. That funds everything. <laughs> that funds every organization. That funds all oil. That funds everything. If everyone just took all their money out of the bank, went to a credit union, or put it in crypto, whatever, you you kind of cripple the system. That that's how you hit them, like right where where it hurts, right? But you don't think Big Brother just just adapts as well? You don't think they're gonna start doing what everyone else is doing and start regulating it? But I think that's the same thing. That makes them change, right? Where I think, okay, well, all the marching. All the protesting. That's not working. What happened? What did it do? That, that, what, what did it do? Where is it at now? And Where's that's that same energy. That that's that's the sad part. It's it didn't change. And like all I seen was now I get the movement. I I get that whole thing. I hear what those cops did are horribly wrong. I yeah. think all those dudes should go straight to jail and not protective custody either. I think they should go straight to the penitentiary where everyone's at because they shot a dude with his daughter in the backseat because he got scared. Uh, you don't deserve to be a cop then. Yeah, bro. No, bullshit. You, that, that's bullshit. So I'm not saying any of that's wrong. What I'm saying is if you're a minority in this country and you're from a lower class and you don't have the money to be educated, the best thing for you to do is not act how they want you to act mm-hmm. because that's what they want you to act like. The most scariest thing about a black person is when you see them inside like a coffee shop with a book and not mm. acting the way they're like how society wants them to act. Have a book in your hand and you make them. What is he doing? What are you reading? Why are you reading that for? You're messing the same thing. Go somewhere with a book. To them, that's scary. Yeah. And, and not, not mm-hmm. like a, a fairy tale book. Go there with some like the next millionaire, rich dad, poor dad. Um, get these books that are going to make you financially stable and financially smarter. Mm-hmm. And it's going to scare the crap out of everybody. Take all your money off freaking banks. You, you, you have, you're starting to have power. Yeah. And as a community, you have to pull together, right? We can't be fighting each other. We can't be killing each other. We can't keep acting how they want us to act because then we're relying on them for all kinds of different things. You know, when, when they, this, all this stuff happened, like we, we got to take cops away. Uh, okay, do that and see what happens. There's a lot of cities, a lot of towns, blocks that need cops to come to their house because there's some crazy people. So they serve their purpose, but there's bad ones. And every job, there is bad ones, right? It doesn't matter where you work at. I mean, it could be government. It could be freaking UPS. It could be anywhere. Yeah. There's going to be some bad employees. Yeah. It doesn't mean all bad. But the thing we got to do ourselves is, is you. How do you make you better? If you make you better, you become better. And then that trickles to other people. And other mm-hmm. people see that as an example and how to, to grow better, how to be better. And then it just kind of trickles down. It doesn't mean that we could self-govern ourselves or be our own government. And if people want to do that, look, look, look at Hades. Hades yeah. was a country that freed themselves from their slave owners. And why doesn't the world help them? 
because of that, right? Yeah. So we can't grow our own food. And we all couldn't get ruled. Yeah. But, you know, so you got to just... That's why I keep saying that, bro. Like you guys just got to focus on your inner matrix. You got to focus on you. Mm-hmm. And then that eventually transcends to the outer matrix and the, the greater, you know, the greater world. So if you ain't right, the world ain't going to be right. Yep. So I, I agree. And there's a lot of, just a lot of distractions right now. Yeah. Everything's a distraction. That's why I, I really appreciate that, that to someone like yourself, that you're just going hard right now on your pizza. You're very focused on your vision and what you want to accomplish, and everything else is just distraction. Like, yes, it's happening, but are we going to mope around and be depressed all day because the world mm-hmm. is corrupt? And I'm not going to keep saying it's ugly outside, it's ugly outside, because I walk out my door and I'm blessed that I can mm-hmm. still go do what I want to do and mm-hmm. accomplish what I want to accomplish for the day. I'm not somewhere where. It's getting bombed. Yeah, the military is outside, mm-hmm. or I have to ask or permission to go outside. We're not on this lockdown. Shit was never really even a lockdown. You still have the ability to go outside. Uh-huh. You, you just couldn't go to your favorite spots anymore. Yep. You couldn't go to your theme parks, but you could still go to nature. You could you were still you were still able to go camping. Yep. You were still able to you were still able to fly and do all that shit. So if you wanted to do as if you wanted to go escape the city, you could have definitely gone to a different state and escaped the city. You know, but everyone was I guess scared. And if you were scared, then I'm sorry. You know, that's that's you getting controlled. I guess. And we definitely weren't like, say, like Venezuela, right? Like, you got a ticket, and the only time you could eat or buy food, or not eat, but buy food is like Friday. And That's if you went wild. to a store and there's nothing, well, there's nothing. You don't come to come back tomorrow. You got to wait till Friday again. That's, That's, how That's crazy. Yeah, it was American else. privilege That's, is different, yeah. bro. Yeah, we were very privileged in a lot of different ways. Um, just, I think there's a lot of ways. And, and, and again, at no point, am I perfect or am I better than anybody? or None of us, bro, yeah. It's just there's so much opportunity at every moment for any single person at any given time. It's never too late. It's never too late to start. It's never, you know, I'm, I'm too old or I made too many mistakes. In this country, there is not too old and there is no too many mistakes. You could restart your life right now. Right now, the second. And yeah. just close your eyes. Be like, dude, all right, if I was happy, like, this is how I look like. This is what I'll be doing. These are the kind of like people I'm be around of, and this is how I'm in life. Every day, just start doing that. Even though it's not happening, the next day, just start doing that. Start being that person. Like, a, or I want to make, I want to be able to make five million dollars. It's not gonna just like come to you. Like, you need to start reading a book or get educated. Yeah. Like, how do I make five million dollars? Like, how do I bring that in? Am I gonna have something that's like, say, like me, like a pizzeria, or I want to do like the best part thing is have an online sales gig. Um, if you do anything online sales, you get into like real estate, something like that, right? You're trying to make money. You're trying to make stuff that you want so you have to figure out a plan of how to get there it's nothing's ever just going to come it's not just going to say like here it is and the only time that does that is when you're on your path i think and you're going and like kind of gives you like one of those little like bonus points or those little like bonus like uh like checkpoints like all right you already passed this point it gives you like you know a mentor came by or this amazing book with so much knowledge just came by and you read it right or or this person with so much information that you're trying to figure out something and this person just comes and you just have a conversation out nowhere it's like Oh, you're the missing link. Like you're the guy I'm supposed to talk to that gives me the information that's, you know, so life does give you those little things, but I don't think it ever just says here because how do you, how do you, how do you manage that? Right? Like, how do you, like if I opened a storefront with no team and oh, I'm going tomorrow and I do it myself, I don't go to open a storefront. I'm going to do this all myself. I would have failed. How was I going to, how was I going to manage the store, close it, make all the stuff? Yeah. There's no way I need a team. Right. So that was poor planning. So to, to do anything you want in your life imagine it, see it, vision it, write it down talk about it talk about it talk about it and just be it and it doesn't matter situation because think about it, there's people in india right now that are living dirt in the street dirt dirt poor and they're all happy they're all smiling and like like, like 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 dancing and like singing and stuff it's just yeah just enjoying said. their life perspective, perspective is like your the life. number one thing yeah depending on how you look at something it's just different bro 
Nah, bro, you're really spiritual, huh? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you do mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> Magic ones? Yeah. Have you, well, have you had like a, a good, do you have a good story for us? A good time? Um, or a crazy trip, maybe? Uh, I had one, one uh, uh, bad trip when I was younger. Um, but I think. Not it a was, bad one, a good one, like a powerful one where you uh, like come back inspired. And yeah. Like, well, I think with the, with the bad trips, it's. Mm. It's you're, you're you're going through something, yes. right? You're, Shadow and, work and, and life. Something is going on that's maybe not 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 supposed to be going on, right? You're not really in the right maybe path or the wrong people are in your life. And I think that's what happens with with bad trips. And I think what mushrooms do is it really allows you to talk to yourself, or it lets yourself talk to you, and it points out all the flaws you do, all the good things you do, and a lot mm. of times with the bad things you do, it sticks with that because like there's something inside you that doesn't want to keep doing that or doesn't want that part of your life, you know, it will start breaking you down. And sometimes you have bad, bad trips. That's what it is really kind of, you're, you're going through something, but off those bad trips is you get this amazing life is beautiful. Like life is so amazing. Like, cause this, this thing I was going through right now and all these, these things, it's everything I put in my life. It's everything that I allowed my life to be in. And if I just didn't, I have 100% control mm-hmm. without realizing I had 100% control. So I think even like the bad trips are like the ones that, that shape you different. Cause the good ones are like, it was a great one. Like it was so nice. Like I could see the auras like on the trees and like, <laughs> I feel like the vibration off my skin and like, you know, a good one, like it, it does just feel good. But I think the ones with the lessons are the ones that, that when you look deep and it's kind of like, ah, oh, like I think those are the making ones that it tap in early. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets you that, that spiritual kind of inside. Yeah. 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 Yeah, to me, like, yeah, the shroom trips, I had mine, after I had my my initial shroom trip, I I made up this new podcast. Conspiracy was inspired from that shroom trip just because it just connected so much shit for me. It was, like, the perfect time. I was in nature. I was in Big Bear. It was just, everything was just aligned, aligned the way, it aligned perfectly when I, when it happened. Came back so inspired. It was just like that ego in me that was just like, bro, you know what you want to do already. Like, just go do it. Yes. Like, you know you want to take on this podcast world. You this is like this is what you love. You love this media shit. Go handle. Go handle that shit. Stop overthinking it. Like, this is what you're passionate about. Live that shit. Breathe that shit. Eat that shit. Sleep shit. Piss all that shit out. Like, and it, and it is like it consumes me. Like this whole time I was I was on vacation this whole last week, but the whole time I'm thinking like, okay. I have to get back and book book the whole week because I'm like I don't have an episode for this, this, this and I had fun but at the same time it's like I can't I can't just stop doing what I'm doing because I'm still building this shit so I can't just be like oh forget this week and I pride myself on having an episode I drop twice a week now so now I pride myself on having two episodes every 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 week so it's like I can't get into vacation mode really because I still like now I have to still focus yeah. on this for a little bit but this is what I love to do and I'm, I'm gonna keep doing it. And we're going to keep building it. Obviously, you stepped in here. It's a, it's a different setup than it was the last time, you know? We're just going to keep elevating and yeah. making it better. The sound, I want the best sound out here. Like, we're going to keep making the sound better. Nice, nice. We're going to keep just a, just the content better. Eventually, I'm going to get a, the video is going to get popping. And, yeah, I have, a lot, I have a lot that I want to do, and I know how to do it. And it's just applying myself and not making excuses. And um, sometimes even losing, losing nights of sleep. But it's a dedication, bro. It is. And if you love it, it's even better. Eventually, yeah. And if I, once, once, I start, once I start generating money, bro, imagine just talking for a living. Right. Making I mean, money off audio, making money off streams. Eventually, I can start taking this shit on tour, going on making live, live shows and 
live podcast. I would love to stop the Fox Theater here in downtown, bro. Who, who's the biggest one right now? Is it Joe Rogan? That's paying yeah, Joe most? Rogan. Joe Rogan is probably the, the number one podcast. You have a lot of big ones though, like the Joe Bunny one's a big one too. Um, that is the 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 scene is growing. Like this homegirl, um, the Call Her Daddy podcast. She just signed for like six mil on Spotify. Like this is growing, bro. It's a lot of money and potting. And once you just build the audience, obviously I can start selling the t-shirts. You can start selling yeah. the merchandise. Yeah. You can just so it opens up so many doors. So yeah. that's my focus right now, just building up this audience and just and just being myself and just showing people the different sides of me and what I what I enjoy. Yeah. That's why I like I have you on here, you know, because like at, at that time. Because right now I'm more on my spiritual side of things and I look at things with a whole different perspective. Back then when we last recorded, I was still, that was still the old me, like a very old me, a whole, a whole different mentality. So I looked at this whole thing differently. And back then it was just more of what I was into, you know? So I had you on, which was like a vegan person. I would have my homegirl that was a bottle service girl. I would have my barber on there. I had, you know, just artists that did music. You know, it was just a, a, everything that I was into just all mixed in. And, um... Now it's just like I I have more of, more of a direction of where I want to go and how to take it and this conspiracy just podcast has started growing way quicker than the overly blown one. People are really tapping into this one and obviously because I came in as a spiritual podcast, you know I came in as a I have the answers and this this that and I got I had guests on here that talked about like you know the plasma apocalypse that talked about just. Every type of truth, like conspiracy I've had on here, kind of, we talked astrology and numerology. We talked just a bunch of things. And I was kind of like losing uh, inspiration of, of doing that. I felt like I was doing the same podcast every episode. So I'm like, let me start incorporating the old elements from my old podcast and, what, and, and you know, how I used to be and just having fun with it. So now I, I'll, I'll have someone like you. And you kind of just worked out even better because you already tapped into a lot of the spirituality stuff and yeah. you see what's going on. So you actually matched the conspiracy vibe of the show. So it worked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It worked out. And then I brought these people. I brought my good brothers in. We started doing the Friday episode. So Wednesday, I dropped with a guest. And, and then Fridays, we, we us three, we just do a show ourselves. And oh, really? Talk about just the current topics of everything. Have fun. Play music. You know, oh, it's, yeah, cool. it's, very, it's more entertainment-wise. The Wednesday ones is more about getting behind the whoever's on the podcast, the guests. Like yeah. their business, their, their views on things and focusing on them. So that's why this episode, we... I think last night you asked me what we're gonna talk about because you seen that post that said we have a lot to talk about, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, like nah, about? <laughs> because me, we have a lot to talk about for our next show that we're gonna do right now. But this one's gonna be about you, about the Love Model brand, and, and it was just about to just show love and you know support again because we wanna... fuck with you, bro. <laughs> Hell we yeah, fuck we with you. Thank Harry. you guys, man. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Every single one of you, I really appreciate it. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart. Man, so I'm just excited to see just. How, where do you get the inspiration from like the, your dishes like where like where, where do you do you see something more like i'm gonna start doing this because i don't think you ta- i don't think you talked about how you talked about how you made the deep dish at the at the other yeah so the deep dish came from the from the from the fire and bring it but say like the the grandmas the grandmas are a, a pretty good seller and the are grandma they? i have those yeah the grandma's a, a good seller so the what grandma is just dough the whole bottom is like cheese or the whole top is just cheese and then it gets like oregano. I put oregano, a little bit of chili flakes, and then three gulps of uh, pizza sauce, and it gets cooked off. So it just tastes really phenomenal. What? So the grandma is a traditional pizza that that people everywhere will make. And what a grandma pizza is is usually like pizza that's like that's kind of like old dough. It's it's about to go bad. It's not really like fluffy. It's not really like this this thing. So we kind of put it in a big sheet pan, spread yeah. it out, easy sauce, easy cheese, something that's kind of like just real fast for the kids. Um, and I don't want to say the spot I went to, but I went to a spot in Vegas that, that, that had a really good, um, you know, they had really good reviews and they won a lot of like championships, like, uh, like pizza, like, uh, uh, competition championships. 
And the server there, she's like, dude, she's like, our ground pizza is like phenomenal. We have a vegan one with a vegan cheese, so on and so forth. I was like, all right, so super excited to eat it. The first thing we got is they have this, uh, it's not garlic knots, but it's like a garlic bread ordeal they make. And the bread was like phenomenal. It was, everything was like phenomenal about that whole thing. So I thought what we're getting the grandma was going to be just like even more because that was just like over the topic really good. And then when we got it and I went with my buddy uh, uh, Shane's uh, tamales. Yeah, we both were kind of like, nope, like this is like this wins like this one. Like, oh, like, no, like I can make this way better, like way <laughs> better. And I could just use the same ingredients, but just, yeah. just something feels off about this one. So I went home. Um, I had a video on my page and I, the first one I cooked was in my house. And just kind of the same thing, put the cheese all around like the, the, the pan. So it has like that, that cheese crust, that real hard cheese crust that it gets. And just tasting it was like, whoa, like that's, this is kind of what I was expecting to eat there. Like to have like this, like this. Love style. style. So like a lot Jeez. of times it's, 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 it's. You just improve recipes that you've yeah. tasted. Yeah. Or you take, you do your, take your spin on it. And then when I, or went, like you're like, I could do this better. It's you know? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? I can do this better. Yeah. It's just kind of like, ah, oh, like, cause there, there's times I think my expression is so high that my palate's already going off, like, of expectation tastes like, oh, it's gonna be. And then you're like, amazing. It's just like, what the fuck is this? No, like, how? And then it's like, whoa, they won a lot of competitions with this. Like, oh, I can't uh, do it. See, if I were to draw my shit, mm-hmm. have you had people that actually come to you and say, your pizza is better than regular pizza than non-vegan pizza. A lot. I yeah. Have, all right. So I have a lot of people tell me that, and I have a lot of people tell me that um, they're either from New York, Chicago, or the the Italians and the Naples people. I'm from this. I know pizza, so on and so forth. I know blah blah. This is not the best vegan. This is the best pizza. Just not not vegan pizza. It's like so that's a really really good um, feeling. Meanwhile, your kids are hating at home. <laughs> <Get> the- <laughs> that's what blows my mind. And there's one pizza vendor <laughs> that a lot of people message me about and like to make it a point, like, dude, yours is way better than that one. It's like through all like the storefronts and then all the like other pizza vendors, like you guys don't ever, you know, or the, the guests don't ever mention other ones, but like one of them, I don't want to mention the name, but one of them, they'll, they'll put, I get like maybe like three or four messages like a day, like, or at least a week, something like that. That tell me like the yours is better exactly than this one. It's way better than that one. Like, all right, like, <laughs> damn. Thanks. So it does, it does feel good. It, it's a, it's a really good feeling. Damn, and but you and I think last podcast you told us that you were never really like that pizza guy, huh? Mm-mm. Like you kind of just stepped into that because you kind of switched uh, your, uh, you left your job and then you said whatever. What does everyone like? And it's pizza, yeah, so number one it, thing that people buy, right? So that's what I did. I just stepped away from the the chef career, um, and I knew I was going. I wanted to do something for myself again, so I typed in uh, what's the top three foods that sell in America, and it was it was uh, hot dogs, burgers, and uh, pizza. Hot dogs, glizzy, so top three. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Normal foods in America. So I knew I, from the start, I didn't want hot dogs or, or, or burgers because it's, it's, a, it's a lot of grease. Um, a lot of things get like pick up and wash where like pizza is like, it's just dough. Like you, the only thing you're really washing is like a paddle and the pizza cutter. Mm-hmm. Um, the waste, there's no waste. You're just throwing like the ends of the bell peppers and like onions away. Shit, and that's it. Wow. Yeah, so that was a more like efficient, like on the spiritual very level. Very efficient. It, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I knew a lot My of things. My bros tapped in. He tapped in. Brother Jesse right here. Because I did burgers, like, there's not one thing of a burger I was probably going to make other than like the spreads, like the, like the, the Manny spreads, whatever it might be. You like, want to be able to make your own like patties and shit with I mean, the, grains and the, the, it's oh, limited though, what you mean, huh? Yeah. Because like I would have made like, say, like, like if I wasn't vegan, right? So if I wouldn't, if I would have started without vegan and went to like the burger world, like, Again, like, I'm not making that beef. That's just beef you're just buying. You're just putting together. And you might put your own season on it, but, like, you're not really making it, right? 
Um, the bun, I wasn't going to make the bun. Definitely not going to make the cheese. Again, just spreads with anything. So I wasn't really going to make anything. Hot dogs, I wasn't going to make anything with hot dogs. It's just the toppings, right? Yeah. Or pizza, like, it was like, all right, like, this is more of a challenge because, like, I physically have to make everything for this. And I don't yeah. want to buy, like, pizza sauce. And the only thing I'm really going to buy was cheese. And I was trying to find, like, the best cheese then. Um, and then most of the things, too, were based on what the farm markets had at their at their availability. So all the ingredients that were in farm markets, I was trying to use those and vegetables for the pizzeria. And I could buy and buy directly from there when I wasn't that busy. Um, so that was like the focus on the pizza when I did that. It was just, I want to make the whole thing. I want to be able to like physically like try to make as much as everything as possibly can and then make this like a, like a farm market pizzeria. And mm. then, then I went vegan. Then I went completely vegan. Oh, wow. I, I, I keep saying, bro, that I, I just get more of a f- fascinated by people that, that master vegan dishes, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I was in, I was just in Miami and we, I was, I went to Planta, you know, Planta yeah, and yeah, South yeah, Beach yeah, and yeah. I went to both locations, but I, I've been there multiple times already, but it's just so, like, it's like a r- actual nice, fancy restaurant and the way they, they, the presentation, the way they're able to mimic, like, high-end dishes, but just yeah. with plants, to me, that's more of an art form yeah. than just trying to season some meat up, yep. to be honest. Like, when people can make vegan birria taste identically the same to birria, to me, that's more impressive than just seasoning mm-hmm. some regular birria because of the fact that I, I mimic this. And I've used all natural just uh, yeah. plants and substance yeah. and ingredients. To me, that's way more impressive, yeah. bro. That's way more of an art form to me. And as a chef, honestly, when I returned vegan as a chef, it so inspired me. It, it, it drove me in so much because as a chef, like, and especially if, you, if you're into, like, really trying to learn everything and try to, like, invest yourself into, like, what's this dish? Like, how do you do, like, this style? How do you, like, bake? How do you, like, do so many different things and like, practice a practice where... At the end of the day, it, it starts getting very um, repetitive, right? Because at a restaurant, everyone just wants that same steak or that same burger. Or if, if you're working for banquets, like for weddings, like they're usually kind of picking the same food, like because everyone's on a budget. So they're trying to find the cheapest menu or if they might have more money, they might go to like the like, great up menu and get like something else. But you're kind of making the same stuff over and over, using the same seasonings over and over. Or when I went to like the vegan world, it was like, wait, you have to make mayonnaise? Like, what do you mean you're making mayonnaise? And like, and they, someone told me the ingredients, like, Oh, you have to make it. Like you're not just like yeah. like mayonnaise, just eggs and like oil and like salt and some vinegar. Like you're adding ba 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 to get this. And you're making you're ranch flavor. and ba 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 yeah. like nacho cheese. Like what? And I heard that like, and I seen all different recipes for like nacho cheese. Like, like all right, that sounds gross. That sounds gross. That sounds like okay. Start watching videos. Like all right, I like how they did that. It's like whoa. Like all of this is a science experiment. Like all of this yeah. is like is so cool. Like because it's not regular cooking. It's not just regular salt, pepper, put in the oven, you're done. Like. To me, it seemed as a chef like more challenging to do this than to do like regular food. And when you use plants, you get a brighter flavor. You get a, a, just everything is more, more brighter in flavor and color because when you're using meats, you're using all that to cover meat. That's why you use like the seasoning and the baba and all this stuff because you don't want that color. Even like if the meat you have is a Kobe beef, it's still this ugly brown color and they still use like like herb butter to put on top. So it's like there's green on it, right? They put like more garnish on top. So it has like some kind of color. So mm-hmm. like the color really makes it pop. So when you're using nothing but color in plants, your whole dish just like pops. Your whole dish just like comes alive. And the cool thing is there isn't a book right now. I mean, there's books now, but there's not like the book that's like, this is how you do all vegan, like nacho cheese. This is like how you do everything that's supposed to be. That might be me. Is it? I think it's the, the thing right here. You mess with the... I don't hear anything. What's this? No? Mine sounds fine. I think I'll come up good. on audio. You're good. <sighs> so I am impressed with like some of the restaurants are coming out. I don't think all restaurants are good. I don't think everyone has it down to a T yet. 
But like the ones I do have it to a T, it's you like veg and go. I do like veg and go. Oh my god, the chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I do, do like veg and go. I think in our city, the best burgers is probably veg and go. I think next to go to like organic junkie. I like their their hot damn burger. They're far though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then it goes to like Monty's or or Pen Pal or whatever. Anti dairy far? Oh no, anti dairy is bomb. She's in a whole different category. Right? Yeah. <laughs> She's by Poe is very rare to the city, bro. Yeah. Poe is a rare gem to the yeah. city. No, that cannot be duplicated. Uh-uh. That's why she don't do the pop ups because she needs the walk and she needs the water mm-hmm. running and she. That's a whole thing, bro. She yeah. can't do. They, there's no way they can do pop ups and get that same flavor, that nah, same freshness. Yeah. Hell nah. Shout oh out my to god. Po. Shout out to Poe. Poe, if you we gotta get you on the show, but Poe like just. That yeah, food, that food different, bro. She's like her dan dan noodles. Oh my god. Dan dan noodles. <laughs> Have you guys tried that new uh Mexican restaurant, the the Plantanos? Planta Plantos, huh? Plantos. Yeah. Do you like it? Eh. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the it's, it's the vegan Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, I went when it first opened. So I know that's never like the best time to go when it first opens to so give it like at least a few months. That's perfect. <laughs> um but when it first opened, not a fan. Just and because I want Riverside to shine. Like I want that to be yeah. like extremely good vegan Mexican food. Like, I mean, it's a nice location. Yeah, I just think I don't know. I don't know where they got the recipe from or who helped them with the recipes. But I would just love to go in there and be like, "Hey guys, just let me go in there, pay me as a count, like a consultant, and just <laughs> <laughs> let me do my thing." Yeah, let me do it. I only be- tried that salad one. I wasn't. I didn't try the. I didn't try. I didn't really try the different meats. I think the concept of what they have is a great idea if it will work, but I think they. Again, haven't been since since they opened, but I only went when they first opened. Also, it might be different, but they just needed. I really want it to be super good. I want it to be like people drive out here just to eat that, right? Because then it's close to us and we can eat yeah. all the time. And it's mm-hmm. like, what about mm-hmm. that? Uh, what about Marisol? Oh, shout out Marisol. Yeah, Marisol. I definitely, we definitely been in the talks. Marisol yeah. is definitely gonna be on here soon. Hey, so Marisol, I, I figured you guys out because of Chris. As soon as I seen that, I was like, dude, where did you go? Where's that at? He's like, that's a homie's house. Like, yeah, that's at the house. Like, oh homie, my God. Well, he's only open, what, I think then? It was like just Saturday or Friday. I was like, I never make it because mm-hmm. it was a pop-up. I was like, dude, yeah. I can't eat him. So I tried my best as possible to get them in different pop-ups. I was I think probably Yeah, like, you had asked me, like, if they were interested. I'm like, yeah, hell, I think they would be interested to do pop-ups. Yeah. And uh, like I said earlier, like, once you stamp something, it just starts growing. I think after you started, you know, linking up with them, they, now they got into the depot. And, yep. And, just and now we uh we popped together on Mondays for the All Point Brewery. Mm, yeah, yeah, they were there yeah. last night. Yeah, you were you you canceled? You, you, you I had to cancel. cancel? I had so just done by themselves. Yeah, I had to cancel. Damn. Shout out to them because they for sure hooked us up last night. Yeah. I know I, I landed at eleven, right? Eleven p.m. Man. or ten thirty, and then I called him up. I'm like, "Yo, you still got food?" And he goes, "Well, I got these burritos," and I'm like, "I'm gonna be there in fifty minutes." <laughs> and sure enough, you know, we got there, got the burritos, and dipped. Yeah. Shout out to Mali Souls. Yeah, my favorite thing for them right now is that nacho dish. The I haven't nacho. tried the nacho, bro. Oh, it's bro. so good. Got to you know content, content, content. I loved it, but I just you tried like, it. The nachos? Oh no, no. the nacho cheese. Oh, the nachos nacho or nacho cheese? No, the nachos. Oh no, oh yeah. The, bro, nachos, the nachos. Fire. Fire. But I got the I homemade the, chips too. I think I think I fucked up because I got the video meat on it, and it was like a little bit of meat, so I didn't really. It was like a lot of vegetables, so I was kind of like oh. disappointed. Because that's where the quesadilla. I know. Can't I fuck up the flow. Something else, but uh, <laughs> I think right now on it was the bomb market, though. They have, 
I'm gonna put that right now. I think in the market they have the best nachos right now. Mm, and they're fat mm. and they're filling in. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I got full just mm-hmm. off that. It's a lot. It's a good portion. Mm-hmm. It's a good. I definitely fuck with the nachos. The and the sauces bomb. The meats bomb. The and everything's homemade too. They use the fresh jalapenos and they put them on the grill, so it gets like that charry, like that real Mexican, that that, that flavor. And they, oh, it's so good. They're, and they and they just announced that they're gonna hit the um. They want to start doing like they're gonna start setting up by the Tyler Mall. Oh really? Yeah, night night Ooh. one six to eleven p.m. There you go. There you go. We need that. We need that. Yeah. We need that. And I just feel like now they have more of a, they have more people met, uh, that support them. So I think it'll, it'll work. Cause when they were first doing it at their house, a lot of people weren't, they weren't showing up because this is before you had, you know, you yeah. came in the picture and they came into the, the, the depot and everything. Yeah. But yeah, man, they're becoming a force in this vegan game. Couldn't be more proud of the homie. Yes, sir. And someone wants to see more of too. I know she's in coffee shops, Ooh. but uh, I definitely want to see more of a, uh, um, Oh, I can't remember her name now. Um, Vegan Sita. Oh. I want to see a lot of her. I want to I want to see your storefront already. Yeah, Vegan Sita. You know, bakery in the, mm-hmm. in the river, in Riverside. Because when I go to coffee shops and your stuff's there, I, I'm kind of by all of it. Oh, I, I, bro, I go to, yeah, I go to Tweaker. Tweaker, yeah. <laughs> just buy it all out. I definitely just go there too. I buy, I buy out the whole show. I'm like, let me get all that. Let me get all that. Definitely. Nah, but it's funny because... um. My mom, my mom loves her conchas, bro. Every time when she sees me, like every time she's like, IG, oh, she needs to ship, she needs to ship conchas over here because you know, they're in Florida. She's like, man, she needs to ship them over here, bro. Those fucking cookie stuff conchas, oh my game changer. You ever had the cookie stuff? The, the the one with the ice cream in it? No, no, no the cookie oh, dough the, inside the concha. Oh no, no, no. She puts cookie dough inside the, the concha. Frosty, right? I've had the I've had the ice cream one. one too. Yeah, that's fire too. Yeah, bro. Game her pan de muerto. You heard her pan de muerto? I don't think so. No fire. Yeah. Yeah. Fire, man. Yeah. I definitely yeah. see more of her stuff. I love how this just turned to like an appreciation of like <laughs> vendors. There's a lot vendors of vendors out here, bro. Food. Like shout out to everyone. Yeah. Cause like, it's like the game changed a lot. Yeah. And even, you know, it's funny Um, because of you even because I know you, um, I was able to work, have the uh, honor of working for Saray for a little oh, bit. Yeah. So I helped her out a few times and her pop up and Saray, shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Saray Vegan too, you know, shout out support Saray, you know, support just knowing her story and everything. Yeah. I was just like, man, yeah. Saray, yeah. like she hustles, she hustles, bro. Yep. She hustles. She hustles. So and that's a hardworking single mother. And she's, she's really doing it and she's working her butt And when she told me her story, it's just like, it's just you know, her husband passing and everything, but yeah. it's just so soon. I thought it was like, uh, like years ago, but uh, now it's just like two years ago. I'm like, damn, what the? Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Saray, but. Yeah, she, I was able to have the, I had the honor of just you know linking up with her and then just meeting new people in that little scene, that amount of time that I worked for her. So, because that's how I looked at it too. That's the only reason I, wanted, I really wanted to help someone. In the, even when I was hitting you up, like, yo, bro, yeah. if, you need a, if you need someone, um, because I was just I was just trying to network too and start building yeah. the platform and my shit amongst everyone there because I see it is a community. Yeah. Everyone, all you guys know each other. And if you can, if you can get to the depot, you're going to get elevate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to start getting money real quick. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's funny how it works. And shout out to who runs it, Stephanie, I think it is? No, that's, uh, that's Christine. Christina, that's, uh, Christina. Or, there. Organic Junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that Organic Junkie. Uh, that's the one that used to be in Anaheim, too? She has two locations? No. That's Healthy Junkie. That's Healthy Junkie. Yeah, that's yeah, Healthy Junkie with, the, with the rabbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot of places. They have bomb cornbread there. That's that Happy Junkie. Yeah, yeah, bro, I love a good cornbread. <laughs> <don't know>. bomb <laughs> cornbread. Barbecue and chicken? Bomb cornbread. <laughs> Barbecue and some- Macaroni. What the hell? Macaroni. <laughs> Bro, uh, a pizza made out of cornbread with barbecue, chicken, vegan stuff, and like some mac and, mac and cheese. He sees it. He sees the vision. You know what's funny? You know we Mexican because we say pizza. <laughs> pizza. Pizza. I, I heard it louder now you said it, but we definitely say pizza instead of pizza. 
pizza. <laughs> Where I used to live in uh, East LA, uh, that's when uh, Pizza Loca used to uh, first start mm-hmm. out. And they'll walk around the neighborhoods with uh, pepperonis and, and cheese pizza, going to all the doors. Pizza! Like, pizza! 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 Just pizza, everywhere. Pizza. <laughs> everywhere, man. That's hustling, man. That that was an inspiration when I first started to love man. Like, to do kind of how they did it. Wow, Maro. Amazing story. Amazing journey. Amazing growth since the last, since the last conversation. So for next year, you, well, I mean, not next year, but you, for the upcoming, what you have planned is obviously build the team and then yeah. obviously get back into the competitions, you said, right? Yeah. So definitely 2022 is, is to Does have it, a team that's, that's really good and have a, have not just a, like a certain amount of team, but have a good amount of people working for me and to do as much competition as possible. Um, again, the storefront, I know a lot of people want the storefront, uh, but that does cost money. That does cost, that costs money. And Riverside knows that there, there's limited space available. So the people who are holding on storefronts are, <laughs> they know what they're doing. Uh, they're definitely holding out for, for the big money. Uh, most people who have storefronts, uh, you know, they might say like, you know, I, I did it for real cheap. They kind of just knew somebody or they happened to run somebody that just had a hookup and you know, that those, those are kind of how those work. Um, but definitely in the mix. Um, something else too, is, um, people who are watching this, I get about like 20 calls a day and you guys want to order pizza. I'm not ordering no more. I'm, just, I'm not open no more for pickups or deliveries. <laughs> I took one number off of like only. Google and Yelp and, a lot of people still call me. Um, sometimes when you call, I don't pick up no more because I just can't pick up every single phone call that calls for the same <laughs> question. Uh, so if I don't pick it up, that's why. Um, it's, it's, it's not annoying. It's just that there's a lot of you that's calling for the same thing. Um, I do appreciate it. I wish I did have a store so I wouldn't have to ignore those calls. But right now we are doing just pop-ups and catering. If you want catering, go to our website, www.loveamoral.com. What? And you can do catering. We do uh, two hours of limited pizza. Friendsgiving with Love Amaro? <laughs> how much uh, <laughs> everything's on the website I'll tell you all the information and pricing there we go <laughs> what's the website they can, they can find that at levelmoral.com yep. uh, levelmoralpizzeria.com alright man um, any last any last uh, any last things you want to get out to the people yeah be amazing have a great day and live your best life Pizza, pizza. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you guys. I'll see y'all next week, man. We out of here, Chris Percy. Okay. Grab your folders in your bags. It's the end of class. Good looking, Chris X, Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And grab your folders in your bags. It's the end of class. Good looking, Chris X, Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And